Believe It podcast. Mental health will be discussed during the episode. Please keep in mind that the host, co-hosts, and guests are not experts, and if you need help, please seek it from a professional. Also, keep in mind that the opinions of said host, co-hosts, and guests are their opinions. Thank you for listening. Dark theme. Ah, yes. No, that's still bright as hell. Hold on. Let me set my game timer. Time of day. Shadow. How you doing, buddy? Darken it a little bit. Ah, fuck. That's so bright. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. Believe It Podcast, episode 45. I'm your host, Turtle. We got Corn in the bottom corner. We got our guest, Black Death, in the top left. And we got returning guest, Chabubbers, in the bottom right. How is everyone? Tired. <laughs> Tired. Tired. We're getting there. I wait that my brightness won't turn down very fast. I'm good. How are you? Shadow, we're doing well. We're doing well. How are your streams going, friend? Um. Fifty. Hold on. How fast is that? Okay, I just watched myself look up at the top monitor. We were having technical difficulties. Oh, oh, there we go. I'm figuring it out. All right, there we go. That's a little. Figuring it out. They're good. So close to affiliate. Not quite. Good job, Shadow. So proud of you. Yeah, is it the average viewers? Is it the followers? What what is it that you're lacking on? Oh, I probably should average viewers. Uncover the chat. That's the one thing that I uh it took me a while for. And more than double everything else. Oh shit. Nice. Black, you good over there? You got your things fixed? Yes. I mean heck uh, remember when I was pushing for my stuff for that. Uh, my biggest issue was the um. Actually, no, mine wasn't average viewers. Mine was follower count, wasn't it? I had average viewers before I had follower count, which is, seems to be. I thought that was going to be the formula. It seems to be the opposite for everybody else. Everybody else has follower count first, and then has usually with the average viewer count. It's it's a different journey for. I, think I had the right. I think I had the right community. Yeah, you were watching it way before I got the follower count. Black, have you ever th uh, thought about content creating yourself? Um, I actually had this conversation with my wife uh, and my sister-in-law, like, right before the stream, because I told her that I was going to do the stream, and they were asked, of course, have you ever thought about doing it? And would, if I could make, like, if I could be, like, a big streamer, like, thousands of followers, like, per stream, yes. Like, if I knew that was going to happen, guaranteed. Yes, I would do all the work to get to that point, but, like, I don't have... I don't want to do it enough to take the leap of faith to start one. Especially like, with that being so saturated. Yeah, especially with, uh, like, the oversaturation of streams. Like, everyone can... Sh like, everyone streams, uh, or a lot of people stream, and, like, there's just got to stick anything... Out. Yeah, you got to stick with it, or you're never going to make it, or you have to create a topic. Like, ASMR blew up, and, like, so many people got big, like, almost overnight, because it was the next big topic. And I don't have anything in my head that I'm passionate enough about it that isn't already being done on Twitch. Like, gaming is already being done. 
guns already being done. Well, I don't know about guns, but like <laughs> robotics, 3D printing, like all that stuff's already being done. There's already big streamers. Like I don't like if I could guarantee success, I would. Yes, I would absolutely do it, and I would. I think I would enjoy it. But like to just take that leap of faith, I don't. I'm not that wanting of to do it. Okay, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, it's interesting to hear that opinion, considering how different me and your opinions have changed over what even the course of for me, I would say probably two years. Yeah, because that's probably when I, when I when we first started. I'd say about I won't I don't want to say quite fifty percent, but I'll give myself a good forty percent of it. Was exactly his thought process. Ironically, like I was like, "Damn it, I want to do it, but am I going to put the time into it?" Now I'm just like, "I do it to do it." I don't even you know what I mean. Like you, you could wake me up tomorrow and tell me somehow I hit I tick the timer and the, the fucking count and the counter just starts rolling up, and I probably would shit myself. But at the same time, I'd be like, "Well, you know what would be any different than what I'm doing now?" I guess. I don't know. I guess it's in your mind, why are you doing it? Like, if you're doing it for the success, so be it. I 100% back that, but if you're going at it for something completely different, um, which is where I feel like I'm I'm putting myself, I'm Mine, perfectly happy. Mine's more happy of a mental aspect. I think I'm perfectly happy where I am. Yeah. I mean, I would love the success. And I mean, I feel like we are successful. We are doing really, really wonderful things with with the community that we have. And I'm, to, to be honest, I'm just hyped to be like upgrading my setup allows me to want to be able to do more. Like. Yeah, like the community that we've built in the past two, three years. I'm super happy with it. I just stream for fun. Vamp, you, she much, was like. this, Vamp was just streaming on uh, some stray black. Have you checked that out? Have you checked out Stray? The game? Yeah. That's the that's the homeless cat, or I don't know if it's homeless. Yeah. Cat, that's the, the cat. Yeah, it's a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't no. all cats technically homeless? Unless anyway. they're like a human takes them. Well, stray cats. Yeah, so all stray cats are homeless. <laughs> and then like you got your ferals that are just not people friendly. Like your strays are still generally people friendly. Like unfortunately, they're either lost or just like. A, outside cat or possibly abandoned that's the unfortunate side of being a stray cat but then that's you have your cats which never actually knew people don't really like people love hunting mice they're they're like the uncontacted uncontacted tribes of the amazon like yeah they, they like that they don't like people and there's tribes all over the world especially the one near india can't remember the name of the island, but they'll they'll kill you if you try. And actually, a few years ago, a uh, missionary did try, and he hasn't been heard from. And they they know his boat is on the island. They know it's destroyed. Well, it's been pushed back out to sea and gone, but it was there. Whenever he went missing, once they found out that that's where he was going, they took satellite images and found out that he was there, and he's he's probably dead now. Nice. So, so, so Black, I, I'm guessing you do know of the game, then? the, the cat Yes, game? I do know of the game. It's a good game. I haven't personally played it, but I've watched now two different people play it. I can't wait to play it myself. Like, the, getting to interact it's, it's with the, the games. Over here. I just... So many things to play. The, getting to mess with the cameras or whatever, because I think that there's a way that like you can like wave your tail or something at the cams or something. It looks super fun. Uh, like I, I screwed up. There's been too many sales for too many companies for too many games. 
Yeah. I picked up the freaking Klonoa uh, Fantasy Reverie Series, which is Klonoa 1 and Klonoa 2. I picked up the Calabunga Collection. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. There was two other things that we like. I just went on a fucking shopping spree with my some of my bonus and went ape shit. <laughs> I just can't think of what they were. Did you ever pick up Resident the, Evil yet? No, see, I had the money, but I'm like, I could buy five games or I could buy <laughs> one game. That's There's like, a reason I didn't hold on. Oh, I bought the expansion pass from Metro, Metro Exodus because it was like under four bucks, after, you know, while it was on sale. Nice. Kalanoa. That's like, um, I just. Killing got- I suckered myself even though I don't have the PC version yet because I wanted something to dick around with. I bought Killing Floor too. Is that um, do we, is that technically uh, crossplay? No, no, that's not crossplay. Metro? Do, no, no, no. no. Um, uh, Killing Floor too. Yeah. It's oh not. no, 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 no. I wish. Damn. Trust me, I, it's, I, I, it's, I, it's another one to be worth picking up for my PC. That I just. Oh, hundred percent. The fact that a co-op game isn't. Well, it, it's online co-op because it's uh, it's it's like COD Zombies, but like, well, no, yeah, I guess yeah, more I, I know what it. I I have it on my PlayStation. I don't have it on oh. my computer because I I don't play it with anyone that plays it on computer. I used to only play it, and I didn't. Bro. I didn't play it because I like to play it. Oh, so many times. That was yeah, like seven dollars and forty nine cents. I'm like, I think I think console versions are split screen, but I think the. Most P, like console to PC ports, like they don't use the split screen, which sucks because that's a dead market now. Yeah. Fair. Man, well, like, I mean, they did all the. I mean, I just a perfect example, not to delve into it too hard, but look what they did with uh, Halo Infinite. I mean, they took away oh. the campaign thing with that. And Halo, up until, was it four? Or I think four was the last one to stop that you could literally couch co op every single Yeah. yeah. Yeah, four was the last one, I think. I, yeah. Five had online co-op up to four yeah, people. Yeah, because that's right. All a, a group of uh, three of us that used to work together bought it, and only me and my buddy had it. His wife didn't have an Xbox, so as soon as they got home and realized that they couldn't play it together, he played it for about two more weeks and stopped playing with me. Like, yeah, three four three kind of like took Halo and kind of crashed it a little bit. They ran into really the do- grave. <laughs> especially with infinite I, I i've seen like a lot of the instagram posts about like the armors look ass there's no map content yeah. there's no game modes and whatever game modes they do put out that are good they remove them and replace them with shitter ones yeah they they butchered that game yeah now the mcc though i mean i really enjoyed oh. them. but other than that but the, that's because yeah, I just the... get to relive all the best Halo twos. All, I mean, <laughs> I, I was a big ODST fan. I know not people I, like. I that. did like ODST. I like oh, ODST, I and I loved four. I will admit that. Hey, you guys want to? You guys want to bet? Laugh all corn. You guys remember when people were big about achievements back in the 360 day? Oh, all yeah. of us grouped together to get the Vidmaster challenges for ODST, <laughs> <laughs> and I got that was the last one I needed. I got. Within six days, I had a thousand for that game, and I've only got maybe like it's under twenty games, I think, anymore that are on that list completed. Mm. Uh, I think I think I maxed out Halo Four achievement because it was my first Halo game. I got all the achievements on Halo Four. Oof. I need to go back and clean that one up. I, I, Halo Four is a good one too, though. But that's where it started. Like it started to lose. It started to veer place. off. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, it hadn't gotten there. Everyone was like a little weirded out by the end of it, but it's like, oh no, it's 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 a strong I title. I didn't think I was gonna go for three when they jumped platforms because it took me years to finally play it. And I remember my sister's uh boyfriend at the time was coming to hang out over. He was like, he's like, I have my three sixty in the car. I said, Do you have Halo? He's like, You haven't played Halo yet? And I'm like, No. I just I remember turning all the lights out and hearing the music and just mm. getting lost. Campaigns were. Uh, I mean, I could go back and play. You put me in the right setting. Halo Two will be is a, is a night for me. I haven't played that in months. That's probably. I Tur- Turtle has not done the Halos yet. He's not. He's not big on Halo. Oh, dude! I'm if you get the, right now, the MCC, yes, forty bucks. I will play all of it. I will. I will play every single bit of it. You I will lose love life it on Halo from too. one to reach, and it will be amazing. Well, here's I'm the thing. That... Here's the thing. I grew up a Gears of War guy. Ooh, that's awesome. I had Halo first. I hey, after up... I got bored with Halo, which sounds weird, is when I got into Gears of War. I played two. I played some of two, and then I played some of three, and then I was bored. Like, I was just bored. Of Halo? Yeah. Oh, you need to play with friends, dude. I mean, you play with, like, me and... Hey, Hunty. Who else has it on fucking Steam? That we know. Well, corn. Um, I think that'll I have, that'll be one I'll have to get on Steam. For about sure. the, y'all are talking about the Math, Master Chief Collection, right? Yeah. Oh, Black, you got uh, it. I, I do, but I don't. I don't like Halo that much. Um, uh, I'm in that same boat at the moment. Uh, chicken, Chicken Ritter, Steve, Queen. Me. All those, all of them have it. Yeah. I don't know how often they play it or if they still play it, but I know uh, they, they don't do. play it very often. But dude, like, going on, I turtle. If you get it, I will play through all the Halos with you, and I will make it a fucking experience. Well, technically, since Corn has it on his Xbox, can we all still lobby up? I don't know if they've crossed think... it yet or not, but they may have. Let me, let me look that up. I got. I'm, I'm just curious because I know that if. I know that if I'm going to play through it, since he's been pushing me to play it, I want I want him to at least be in the party along with oh. us. Because I'm you want me, you want me, be, you want me be our guru. Is that what you're trying to say, dude? You've been pushing me to play it, so I, I'm at least going to give you the honors of being there with me while I experience it. And, and then, and then whoever else can lobby up with us, I'm perfectly fine with. Like I, I just want. You'd at least be there since you're the one pushing me as well to play it. Yes, right? there is crossplay. Okay. Yeah, for three and ODST at least. That that for sure I know, but I think it's for the other ones too. It says, well, if it, it isn't, says, it will be. Yeah, it says yes. The Halo Master Chief Collection comes with cross-platform play, so that you can play with your friends on different platforms, whether you're on Xbox or PC. It oh shit! Say anything about the actual like? Each game in the collection, it only sh- it says the Master Chief Collection has crossplay. So basically, oh, I guess right. if you own that version, like if you own like the, I guess the MCC version, I guess maybe. Yeah, uh, well, you can buy them individually. You'll still have the Master Chief Collection. It's technically free, but the you you, you buy the DLC, which is all the game. Nah, it's forty all together, and I think fifty alone. I don't know how it works. Yes, yeah, I don't know how it works for the the PC version Turtle, but now mind you, I got the basic edition because I bought it. I'm playing the version mm-hmm. on Task, and Bethany has Ultimate, so I get Reach and ODST. But I bought ODST for five bucks, and to be honest with you, even if you bought like he was saying, you buy them separate. 
One's five and one's ten. But well, there's always uh, sales on that so, on it. Like, wait till it put yeah. put it in the freaking thing, and it'll go on sale, and you'll be like, ah, like. Yeah, it, it would See, be that's my thing. I was. Wait, you I have Game Pass. You have the Ultimate Edition. Mm-hmm. You have you have Game it, Pass. Have, mm-hmm. it, it uh, it, it's fifty five if you buy it all separately, but if you buy it together, it's forty. Just wait for a fucking sale, and then just send it. Tell me, Dead Space. I was gonna say Dead the, Space the, the Ultimate sale. version of Game Pass just had me downloading a bunch of shit, so I was just hoping that that was everything. But we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll I'll look back at my downloads, and I'll even boot it up one of these days over the weekend if someone reminds yeah. me, and we can just assess the situation then. Sweet. So, remember how that Outer Worlds game was on sale the one night, and I'm like, "Ooh, I'm gonna buy it." And I went to sleep, and I woke up after the sale. It's on sale on Xbox. Oh, I think I saw that uh, PlayStation has another another sale. They do, but they don't have the the Outer Worlds Spacer Spacer's Choice Edition, is that which the, is the is that optimized that game that you version. Were freaking out about whenever I was like scrolling through the PS5 stuff. That's what I'm saying. I I want I wanted the Spacer's Choice Edition because that's the way you get the optimized version for new gen. Okay. Um, I wanna, is I Outer play the next version? Is Outer Worlds like actually any good? I listen. We got it on Game Pass initially, and it was enough for after having it for over a year and us losing Game Pass Ultimate before she started getting it every month for us to buy the game standalone full price. Hmm. I really enjoyed it. I probably put more than like eighty hours like, in it, and it's not an eighty-hour game. I played that many different characters, like just <laughs> yeah. to try to see do different shit. Is it like a like a Bethesda style like Fallout in space essentially, or is it like got its is own it identity? Com- it's got its own identity, but you can definitely tell the people that made New Vegas made it. Um, what's their uh, face? Obsidian. Yep. Yeah, you can definitely tell it's got Obsidian Mark all over it. And okay. they've definitely sequel baited it. I'm waiting to hear about that. It's been sitting in the dust for a while. Hmm. All right. Uh, I might have to give it a shot at some point then when it goes on sale. Chibubbers. Yeah, I recommend it. Chibubbers. Yeah. You seemed super confused whenever I told you that I got Black to say yes to coming on the podcast. And I want to know why. Uh-huh. He doesn't seem like someone who goes on a podcast, honestly. Because I'm an ass? No, you just don't seem like the type. But yeah, generally, you are an ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, would I ever seek That's to funny. be on one? No. If someone asked me, I, yeah. like Yeah, it, it's the like, I'm not going it, to, it, it's my like mental image of you going, I don't want to be on like, a podcast. Well, it's, it's more of like a. I have things to do. I have a wife. Like, okay, so like, if say like someone really likes me and they're like, hey, why don't you get him back on? Like, he was cool. Like, will I come back? Yeah, if I have if I have a good time and I'm having a good time. Am I ever gonna ask you like, hey, can I be on your podcast again? No. Yeah. I I don't. I'm not into it that much, but. If someone asks me, that. yeah, I, I I can play I I can play ball for, I mean, what does it cost me? <laughs> it doesn't right. cost me. It costs me a little bit of time, and I get to make someone happy because I like. Why be a dick when there's no need to be a dick? Like it doesn't like it doesn't negatively affect me. That, and that's I'm having a good rainbow. time, so it is also positively. <laughs> that's only in rainbow. <laughs> only in rainbow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you if should you do that. something. No, if, if you do something stupid, I'm gonna call you out for being yeah. stupid. You, you, you said that, and my immediate thought was all those all chat messages. 
And no, that's just because I like trash talk. Trash talk is fun. I don't ever mean what I say. Like, it doesn't matter what I mean. Like, whenever I tell someone, whenever I tell someone to uninstall, I'm not actually telling them to uninstall. It's just, it's just trash talk. I'm not. Like, I'm an asshole. Like, I say shit I probably shouldn't, but like. <laughs> It's like you don't make fun of someone for something they don't control, like, or they can't control. Like, Black, how many times? How many times have you been banned? Banned on what? <laughs> Rainbow. I have been banned one time on Rainbow, and that was whenever they introduced the new, uh, <laughs> the new like ban chat rules. Like, if you said mm. something bad, like it would like thirty seconds later, it would automatically ban you. So, Oof. someone's like, uh, like, I thought it was, like, some kind of stupid inside joke that it was like, uh, I bet you spell spicy with, like, an exclamation point. And that's what they said. And I said, no, I spell spicy with an uh, or with a one, just to be a, just for whatever reason, just to say something, to let them not feel alone in the world. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> but apparently... Spicy without the Y is a racial slur, and I got banned for 30 minutes. And I was like, mm. I had to Google what I did wrong because I didn't <laughs> know. I was like, what? I, I Googled, like, spicy with, an, uh, with a one, and then with an exclamation point, nothing showed up. So I was like, so I sat there and thought about it, and I was like, so I Googled, I was like, list of racial slurs, and I <laughs> looked, and I was like, I couldn't really find any, like, there's not just a readily available list like there might be now but no there is now <laughs> six years ago there wasn't so <laughs> i'm looking for it and i'm i'm finally like so i get into a discord group and uh it was a the old an old discord of mine of who i played siege with back then and i was like okay tell me what i did wrong and there was like five six people in there there was girls there was guys uh so I was like, what the hell did I do wrong? I put S, and then I spelt it, and they were like, we don't know. Well, then someone, I guess, either wasn't paying attention or whatever, they were like, and then they told me what it was. It was a racial slur. I was like, okay, well, I get that. Well, at least it's only a 20 or 30-minute ban. Like, I'm already unbanned by the time I figured it out, like, why, <laughs> what I did wrong. I just wasn't going to do it. And anytime like... I actually ran into that guy like three more game, three games after I got unbanned, and he did it again. And I was like, "No, don't say anything." And I, I told, I, I like all chatted and like team chatted and everything. Like, do not say anything. Like, it will get you banned if you like make some smart ass reply. It's a racial slur, and they were like, and everyone was like, oh, "Okay." And then of course that one guy is like, "I wonder how fast this works," and he did it, and he immediately got or thirty six later he got banned. So like. <laughs> But he was doing that on purpose. Like he, it's like someone did I want to get me. banned. Someone did something like that to me whenever I was. Um, I, there was a season whenever me and Tear started playing um, ranked a little bit more, and I I got off work. This was when I was working overnights, and I got off work, and I was like, "Well, nobody's awake to play, and I'm in a ranked mood, so I solo queued ranked." Oh, that's a mistake right off the bat. Yeah. I, you booted up Siege. Listen, 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 <laughs> listen. Y'all are going to laugh at me 
about how stupid I was, but I... Well, yeah, I still am, whatever. (laughs) I'm not trying to interrupt you, but I do want to ask a quick question because I think I know where this is going, and I'm not going to give anything away, but does it involve something to do with Goyo? Okay, I know where this is going, (laughs) and I am guilty of doing this to people because it's funny. Yeah, I saw a few someone said game, but someone, go ahead and someone, your story. someone said, "Hey, Capcan, can you swap from the uh, C4 to the impact nades?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever." They fucking did the thing. They put the Goyo by the by where they told me to put the rotate. Did the thing. Two of them went swimming right into the thing. I got banned instantly. I was like, "Oh, there there goes an hour of my life." Cool. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I know it's wrong to do to people, and I only do it to people that are toxic, but it's still funny when it happens, especially because it's like because I know what, I knew what was coming. It, so it's it's funny. It's not funny that it happened to you, but it's also like funny when I do it to other people and it reminds me of me doing it to other people that were being toxic. See, that's the thing right there. If someone was being if I was being toxic to these fucks, sure, go ahead. Go ahead, do it to me. I deserved it. <laughs> to do it to a random, because whatever reason. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I, I legitim I legitimately played. Uh, what that ban? I think that does that ban you from playing the game completely, or did it just ban me from ranked and unranked? Ranked and unranked. Was it? Okay. A team, yeah. Yeah. No, a team-killing offense bans you from uh, all multiplayer, because you can also get oh, really? a, multi- uh, a... It's only... It only bans you from... It, it bans you from what you can get the penalty in. You can only get an abandonment penalty in unranked and ranked. That's why it only bans you uh, from unranked and ranked. Okay, so, offense, so that... So I guess I got off. So I probably got off and played some like balloon six or something like that, and until that was over, and I jumped right back in, started solo queuing again. I hated my life. Yeah, I hated, yeah. My, I hated my life, man. Legit, I think it's funny to see turtle jump in horror games. Listen, horror games. Black, what do you think of horror games? Uh, they're not my cup of tea. It's funny to watch people get scared, especially when it's like, done, done, like, you know, something's about to jump out and they still scream and like, they know, they know something's about to jump, but they still I scream like, know. that's funny, but I don't watch them. Like I'll watch like screen clips. Cause like, it'll, it'll be like in a compilation video. I don't skip mm. it because it is funny, but like, do I sit there and like watch people play horror games for that, for that effect? No, I don't. See that? Um, I can attest to that. Yes, there are certain horror games that I have streamed that I have watched something, so I know like a little bit of what I'm getting myself into. But it still fucking scares me in a way. Like some of it, some of it, like I I can be as ready and knowing what's coming and still get scooped. It can still fucking happen. You know it's a horror game that you made me fucking buy and then never played with me? Which one? Turtle? Which one? Devour. It's been sitting in my library for ages. Let's fucking play it. I still have it. I just gotta yeah. update I just gotta update it. I gotta but install I it. Actually, but I'll be down. I actually forgot that you got that game. I didn't <laughs> I didn't know that you were one of the people I talked into getting that game. Yeah. I know that there's people I, I, I think... talked into getting metaphysical. That I still want to play, but I need to figure out how to get the um, 
I need to figure out how to get the multiplayer to work. Like how how you can like group up because that's the only thing I haven't figured out in that game. Uh, Black actually, it's a game I wanted to talk to you about because it is supernatural based. It's a it's a it's a ghost it's a ghost hunting game like Phasmophobia, but it's completely based off of Supernatural, the TV show. I remember seeing the Supernatural as a TV show that you're into, I believe. Yeah, is it like? What was it? Is it demonologist? Is it like, no, it's metaphysical. Is right, it like I'm strictly up. like storyline based, or is it more no. like open world? Is it like Skyrim open world, no, it, or is it's, it? It's like, it's very much like uh, Phasmophobia, where you just click on a job you pick a job and you go and you hunt this ghost you figure out what type of ghost it is and then you like go and burn the body and everything okay this is how this is how it sells you the main menu is baby the car from the show okay you you pick out your jobs like the, the the ghost hunts out of a newspaper just like they did you go okay. and you pick out your inventory by going to the trunk and it literally li- lifts up. You see the pentagram and everything. Just like in the show. And then certain ghosts you get to go and like dig up the body. And then burn it with a Zippo lighter and gasoline. Just like just like they did. So yeah, it's like heavily inspired. I have seen... I've watched people play Phasmophobia. Like I've watched people in my other discords. I've watched my wife play it, and I have no Me. interest in it. But like a supernatural theme, like you get a shotgun and you get to like uh, you can shoot the rock salt. You can shoot the ghost like <laughs> with rock salt, just like in the show. I would be willing to try it because it's supernatural themed, and supernatural is something I like. I know I don't like Phasmophobia, which it's a lot like, but Phasmophobia isn't supernatural themed. It has supernatural elements because it's obviously ghosts or demons or whatever. But I don't actually really know that much about Phasmophobia. I've watched people play it, and that's just not very interesting to me. So The only but... thing that I don't like about Phasmophobia is the fact that you don't get to fight back. But in this one, you do... And Supernatural is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. So I was hanging out in my artist's um, stream whenever she was working on like my avatar. And someone was recommending it to her because apparently she's a Supernatural fan as well. So, which actually, did you hear that they're thinking about redoing the ending? Uh, I, haven't gotten, I haven't gotten to the ending. of. If you're talking about Supernatural, I haven't gotten to the ending. What? No, I'm... How far behind are you? Hold on, let me look. Okay, so you're still watching through. I'm glad yes, I haven't... I'm, I'm still watching... Yeah, I'm you glad I haven't said anything. anything. I'm glad I haven't said anything, then. Oh, um, <clears throat> crap. I don't know how to... Hold on. I almost just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that nuked his viewing experience. I almost well, did. I'm watching it with my wife, and she's seen up to... Uh, she's seen up to season 12, so out of... 15 19 something I think thing. it's I, it I think it's 15 I think it's 15 or 16 I think I can find out so, I don't think it's 19 but 19 is like like my brain's not telling me no but it's not telling me yes it's saying maybe but I think it's 15 or 16 like you said I think it's actually 15 but it could be 16 Hello
Ah, we're back. Yeah. Uh, by, by the way, did I get you earlier with that realistic knock noise? Yes. Yes, you did. Yes. Sorry about that break, guys. And I forgot to bring in the bot. Fuck. Da 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 da. I, yeah, for, I, for, I fucked up. I fucked up a couple things. Oh well. I'm on season six, episode ten, and I only watch it with my wife, and we're kind of a little bit not necessarily burnt out on it, but we're a little bit we're not you really enjoying watching it. You will so, need breaks. I, or yeah. Um. So the last thing I remember. Okay, so. Well, I guess. Lu the Lucifer. Like, Lucifer's back in hell. Okay. And. Oh. Spoilers up to season six, episode ten. By the way, guys, if y'all are behind that. <laughs> um. Watching. It. I think. Um, um. So he had the fight with. Uh, Lucifer had the fight with uh, Michael, right? And they did the little jump into the hole. Yeah, someone pushed. They they got pushed Ca in or sucked in or however. Like it Cassi was a, it was a Cassiel sneak attack and it a, took them both. Castiel did the hey ass but hey ass hat or whatever. Yes. Yes, the, yes he did the do that. Line. Yes. We're at the. I'm at the point where it's kind of revealed that. Or it is revealed, like it, they've been talking about it, that um, Sam isn't sleeping anymore. Like he just doesn't need to. Like there's no need to because, well, I I've already, I already know why. But that's because my wife spoiled it, and I don't like spoiling things, so I'm not gonna say anything. But I do know why. Just did Sam lose his shoe yet? I normally watch it. Well, intoxicated, so I normally, I, I don't actually know. If that was, like, a big thing, no. If it was, like, a small, like, funny detail, It was a, it was a small little funny meme. No, then that one, I don't know. And there's one with Dean where he'll go pudding, and it's absolutely ador funny and adorable. He'll go pudding? Pudding. Like, just, he'll just... the food. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've seen the the music video, like the the blooper music video. I've I've seen that seen the Did you like the Bloody Mary episode? Like I think it was like episode 3 at the beginning of the show. Where the girl says like Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, and yeah, then and like, like, nothing keep... happens, and then like the girl that was talking crap gets killed, and then the next part, yeah, I ha I did enjoy that. I, like... The first season, the first season when it was legitimate supernatural things, like the Wendigo, the Bloody Mary, the, the boy in the lake, those episodes were fantastic. Like, if that show could have continued with more of that, rather than it becoming a soap opera, which... You can legitimately say at this point it's getting there to where you're you're getting to the part where it's becoming one. It's always like they always do. Like I do like I'm okay with it because they still occasionally like they'll do the main storyline like with the Lucifer thing. Like it it'll be mentioned for like and it'll be like two or three episodes and then they'll like have like one or two episodes where it's like nothing to do with it. 
so like it's dead it's dead time it, they're they're filler episodes but they're actually good for the show because it actually keeps it back to its original roots and i do it, like it kind that of they flip-flops yeah it kind of flip-flops back and forth <laughs> but the 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 soap opera aspect of it is why we've kind of slowed down. Like we blew through season one through about three, mm-hmm. maybe four. We may, we might have gotten into four before we started slowing down because it got all the the soap opera stuff part of it going on. Like, did you see the Krampus episode uh, yet? Yes, I have seen the Krampus episode. What did you also, think of that one? Um, the Krampus episode. I'm sorry. I'm trying to filter out. I've seen a lot of shows that have Krampus, and one of them is American Dad. And well, <laughs> that's goofy. It's not serious. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of the Krampus episode. I can't really. I know. I do know. I have seen it, but I can't really remember it. But like, if I were to watch it again, I once I started watching it, I would immediately like be able to recall the entire episode again. It's just there, there how my like, memory works. There are like, I've seen that entire show now. And there are like twenty episodes that I can think right off the right off the bat, like this is exactly what happened because they were like perfect, picture perfect episodes. What? One of them, one of them's close to the end, but it's um, Scooby Natural. It's the episode of Scooby Natural, which I don't know if you saw anything about that one online. No, they're they they've already done that. That was in like season four or five. There there is one in season four or five. It's more cartoony. I don't I don't. It might not be actually like Scooby Doo, but there is one that's cartoony, and then there's also one that's like making fun of like game shows and then soap operas. Oh, that one! that one. That one was good. I I did really really like that one. I cried. I, I like cried those, a lot. Like, I cried a lot the, at the episode that uh, when Dean just kept dying over and over and over again. I'm a I'm a Dean guy. Yeah. Oh, the um, it was. Gabriel, but he was known as Loki then, yes. That's why they couldn't kill him with the thing, because that's not how he dies. I actually started, once they killed, um, once they killed Loki and then it, like, revealed that he wasn't actually dead, and I was like, okay, well, that's, they figured out who he was. They, they very clearly stabbed him, and then, like, he just disappears. It's like, that's kind of that's kind of weird and then the whole thing where like the dean episode where he dies a hundred times and then he finally like sam finally like takes five years to find loki and kill him like he's kind of just accepted that that this is an actual reality when it's not it's just to throw you for another loop and then he kills him and it's like he didn't actually kill him i was like okay so what angels have we been introduced to so far, and what angel could this one be? Like, I discovered it was an angel, probably, but I discovered that it was Gabriel about probably about a season before they actually revealed it. It's because I just put it, I, I was able to put the pieces together. I know religious mythology fairly well. I especially know the book of, like, the Revelations and all the angels, and, like, I can't tell you, like, I can tell you the verse about the man that wrote about the woman that liked men that had big old schlongs and huge lo- blow huge loads, but I can't really. I I believe it's Ezekiel nineteen twenty two or nineteen twenty, 
I believe. It might not be. It might be another one that's also very uh, iffy about. But I do know the Bible fairly well, but it's more of like the prophecy part, like why we're here, why God or what God is, what all this is, like the rules and like the the guidelines and the stories on how this became. Like I I have no that kind of like I don't know the specifics of Noah's Ark, but I know exact. I know what happens in Noah's Ark. So that's why I was able to figure it out. And then I do like those kind of episodes. Like he's a reoccurring theme. He's interesting. The shows are like, there's not a dull episode with Loki. Like even the one where he dies as Gabriel, once it's been revealed that he's Gabriel, like even it wasn't a dull episode and it really wasn't any mind tricks. Like, it didn't seem like any mind tricks because he was worried, and then it ended up being a mind trick about his death, but that was it. That was the only mind trick, and that was very minor, but it was still a great episode, even without all the trickery and, like, the fancy, like, what the hell is going on in this episode, like all the others are. You haven't, um, you haven't hit the Leviathans yet, have you? Um... That sounds familiar, but I think it's only been mentioned. Okay. But or... I might be complete. I might just know what a Leviathan in it is because they are I'm in into other that things. kind of stuff. So they're in other mythologies. So it might be that I just know it from that, and it's like, oh, well, I know what you mean by Leviathan, and I don't know what like the Four Horsemen. That uh, all you you did get to that part of the show. You are. Yes, I have gotten to that. I've, they've already taken all the rings. That's how they get the trap. And like the four horsemen was done absolutely beautifully. Like I love the way they did that. Like they didn't make it cheesy. Like the war one started out kind of cheesy, but once I realized what they were actually working for, like I realized like the genius behind it and how they did it. Like does that mean you then, met like, death? With... Does that mean you met death? <laughs> yes, death was death was sick of Lucifer's shit. Like he was. Yeah, I know that he was like, dude, I am billions of years old. Y'all don't mean crap to me. Get this spell off my ass so I can go destroy other worlds. Like, he's just beyond so powerful. Like, he doesn't give a fuck about the apocalypse on planet Earth. They casted him so well. Oh, absolutely. That dude terrified the absolute (laughs) shit out of me, man. This pestilence, pestilence didn't scare me, but he really creeped me out. But uh, pestilence, I mean, that makes sense. War, I'm sorry, but if I had that kind of power and I had a little bit looser morals, I, that's exactly what I would do as war because that that was a great episode. Those four and, horsemen, um, I feel like that was like top tier. They they did so top well. tier, over the top, and I loved that. The, I loved that they did the symmetry with the with the mustangs the red mustang the cherry mustang the pale mustang we don't ever get to see the black mustang for the from for the god of death or the the horseman of death but like we kind of do but it's not a it's more of a it's not really a highlight like war is a highlight he comes in on the red horse like they come in on the pale horse which is the white mustang they come in on the uh i believe it was silver no, they didn't show. They didn't show one for. Uh, so, so yeah, I think I was gonna say I think they showed two of them, and I think one of them might have just been parked around the side, maybe. Uh, 
Yes, it was death. It kind of, it shows him walking down the street, like right after he gets out of his car, and it's a very short part of the scene. It's like one, two seconds long. It is. I don't even actually think it's a Mustang. I think it's like more like a Lincoln Continental. Is actually what I believe it is, or more like What's a town car, like an older, like a '90s town car. Like I believe that's actually what it is, but it might not be. And so with the other, if Tipsy's here, I think I'm gonna dip out then. Okay, okay Chubbs. So- uh, yeah. If you're going to be on gaming, we will be on gaming here in a little bit, okay? Uh, yeah, we shall see. Alright, good luck. Good night, everyone. Or maybe see you guys later. Alright, see you Have a good out. rest of the stream. See ya. I threw my fucking camera behind my fucking monitor. Hi, Tipsy. How's work? Hi. Um, but yes, that show... That show did very very well with casting for multiple characters oh absolutely like i don't think that that show could have been that show without um without jensen or uh, jared as well just just going to just going to the main two i don't think that they could have casted any better for the main two i I, and i agree and i agree with that about Cass, um ezekiel um, the whole Michael thing when he become like Michael becomes or Michael goes into the stepbrother as the vessel like that was a little like eh. I do I because they had already done it with Lucifer but they actually showed like Lucifer like his body wear the body wearing out the vessel wearing out like I did appreciate that but them doing it again and then like them not really showing that because I mean I get it. I, I get why, but at the same time, it's like that's kind of lame that you did it twice. But I mean, they still did it okay. But using it for a second time was a little much. Um, but, like Cass, have you met Charlie yet? Um, Charlie. the female, female Charlie redhead bartender. I believe is that her name? F- Felicia Day is the actress. Yeah. Felicia Day. Um... I forget at what part you meet her. Or even Cra- she is the or one. Even is Crowley? she the one with the daughter? No. Okay, I have met Crowley. You've met Crowley, Charlie. King of Hell. Yes. Yes. King of Hell, my favorite character in the entire show. And oh, abs- dude, he's hilarious. That is, I'm sorry. Moose and Squirrel. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, but I've actually had this conversation with my wife, and like, if that's how hell works, like that, that's how you go to hell. Like, absolutely. Like I'll be a torturer. Like I'll do that. Like if it's eternal, like I'm I'm gonna like I'm sorry. I know myself well enough. I'm not gonna sit there and suffer for a hundred years of torture, much less eternity. Like <laughs> bravo. He uh or Dean's dad. Hundred years. Bravo. Bravo. Um. Dean, thirty. I believe thirty years. Maybe forty years. Thirty years. I believe. How, however. Bravo. Long. 
bravo. Me day one out. I'll, I'll go. I'll go torture someone else. I'll be like, bro, just just give up. Torture someone else and then tell them what I'm telling you. Like I'd be doing that maybe for the first. I don't know. I don't. I, that, that hasn't happened. I don't know what my next step would be. But I know day one. Fuck! Before they even start, like, dude, I'll torture other people if you just don't fucking touch me. Like, I, I already know I'm doing that. If that's what happens, I'm doing that. I just want y'all to be forewarned. Y'all see me down there. I'm. I'm we're gonna have this conversation again. <laughs> so, am I bad? I'm not saying I'm a bad person. I'm just yeah, saying I don't oh, want to yeah. be tortured. I, I would get out of the torturing business as fast as possible. Like, I want to just go fuck with people as a demon. I, I want to do that. But I'm not going to torture people. I'm going to be like more like Loki, Gabriel. Like, yeah, he kills people, but he's a thousand years old. I'm sure in a thousand years I'd be killing people too. Like, you get <laughs> bored. I mean, you're an immortal. Like, you got more than just bills and more. You're literally immortal. You don't got to worry about that crap. You go just – yeah, you get bored. I get why bad people in supernatural movies become bad. Like, well, eventually you get bored. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying I get it. Took a little bit of a dark turn. I like it. I like it though. Um, shit, I'm trying to remember your list of what what other because you said you were more into like the sitcommy stuff like that. Oh, Vampire uh, like Diaries family, actually. Like, Vampire, Vampire Diaries, Diaries is actually. one that I really like. You just cut out for me. I heard you say Vampire Diaries, but whenever you put your hand up, I didn't hear anything. Vampire Diaries. I yes, very very much like that one. Um, did you watch all of them? Like, did you watch, um, Legacies and, uh, what's the other one? Uh, originals. Ori originals. The originals. I am, like, I believe two episodes, or two seasons and 26 episodes in. Uh, the originals, like, they're too, like, holy crap, the next big thing, the next big thing, the next big thing. Like, in Vampire Diaries, in Vampire Diaries, they did it right. Like, they, they would, like, it was the... Like, they worked up to it. They didn't go from one, like, they didn't go from one extreme to the next. Like, Catherine was the big thing, in, or, like, season one, the first few episodes, was Damon. Damon was the big bad bad guy on the block. Like, we didn't want Damon around. And then it was Catherine. We didn't want Catherine around. And then it was Klaus. We didn't want Klaus around. Like, they did it slowly, and yes, it got a little more, like, a little crazy towards the end. This is spoilers, by the way, just forewarned. Spoilers. Towards the end of the episode, and whenever they went all crazy after uh, Elena's character left because of the whole breakup, don't date your co-workers, people, come on. Anyways, but whenever she left, it got a little crazy, but I get why it had it had to get crazy. The main storyline was gone. Like, there was no Elena drama anymore. They had to make – they like – they still have more seasons, like all this, all that. Like the show is still successful, and I believe the. I don't. I haven't never really like people that actually watch the show and like the show. I've never really heard anything bad about the ending. Like, I've never really heard any negative comments. Like I'm sure there are some out there. But I've never really heard any, so it's like. Apparently, I, I liked the, it. I liked it to be honest. I like, liked it too. Do I once Elena? I, I rewatch it. Like what I'll do is I'll kind of cycle through the shows I watch because I mainly use them as background noise while I'm playing like Civilization shit six, not shit, sorry. 
yeah. Civilization Six because it's background noise. I don't like here just listening to like the wind in Civilization Six is boring. I don't want to do that, and I do do that like for thirty minutes. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? And I turn on a show, and so I'll cycle through American Dad, How I Met Your Mother, and then I'll go to Family Guy, and then I'll go to Futurama, and then. But I whenever All I watch the good Adult Swim, all the good Adult Swim. Yep. Yeah. Whenever I do, but whenever I do that, like there are certain episodes in every like every single one that I skip, like in how I met your mother, the first, uh, I believe it's the third episode. It's the three day party. Like I skipped that. That is cringe. No one wants to see that. I don't. Why is that an episode? The first time? Fine. Let's just show how cringe Ted can be. That's fine. I get it. He loves this girl. He's a lunatic, but come on. That is cringe. You don't need to see it a second time. It will be permanently seared in your brain after the first time. You don't need to see that cringe again. So I get why the episode exists. Is it rewatchable? Absolutely not. And there are several episodes like the pineapple incident. Like that's just fucking hilarious. It was the highest rated show for a reason. The like the bachelor party, like all those are like those who have rewatchability. There are very few episodes in how, like in certain shows that I just don't watch, but there are about three to four. I would say there's one for every two seasons of a show on average. And supernatural, super, but supernatural is different because once I get to Elena's Elena's departure, I stop. And actually, I normally stop once Klaus is no longer the problem because I'll get bored of it, move on to something else, and whenever I come back to the show, I don't completely finish it unless it's only been a couple weeks to a month. Once it's been longer than a couple months, I just restart it, it because I know I like the beginning of the series. Yeah, the first five six episodes before elena knows she's a vampire so vampire stuff actually happens in front of her like is that part of the series boring yeah but i mean it's building it's building blocks like you got to have the boring like people talk uh like i'm also a marvel fan like people always talk about like age of ultron was so crap it's like yeah it was crap but look how much building it did like look at it from a specifically a storyline it revealed the mind stone it reveals um it tells you what this kind of crap is because you get a hint of it during uh, Thor the Dark World 2 where he talks about the Infinity Stone. Mm-hmm. Or he talks about the Reality Stone being the, the ether, the aether, 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 whatever. The red goop. But they talk about that and that's the, fir- that's the first introduction in the series to the Infinity Stones. Well, then Age of Ultron is designed to make that more prominent. They've already introduced they they introduced Thanos at the end of the fir- the first Avengers movie. He was terribly done. The Infinity War and beyond is way better. First version of Thanos was crap. So glad they redid that. But that that was that was a surpri- that was a, that was a spoiler. That was that was setting you up. Age of Ultron actually built the foundation. Avengers teased the fa- te- teased what was to come. Ultron built the foundation. If you look at it from that standpoint, it's a good movie. It's still not the best storyline, but it also it sets up so much. It still stands on its own. It can still stand, just not on its own. You have to look at the bigger picture. So, you just said about being a Marvel guy. Are you a DC guy at all? No, I. I am very brand loyalty, so once I like one, plus I just, Superman, 
dude invincible to everything but a rock. Not really a fan. Oh, I'm bored of that guy. I can't stand um, Superman. Batman. But, but I, pre- I prefer DC, actually. I prefer DC. I, I can't but do I can't, Batman. I can't, I can't stand Superman. I love Batman. But one thing I don't like about Marvel, and this actually was pointed out to me at a terrible timing. I walked in uh, to talk to my wife for a second, and she was watching The Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. And it was the episode where he ta- uh, Raj talks about how like all like Peter Parker, Green Goblin, like they're all. I can't re- really remember what the name the name of like when it do- it's double letter like Peter Parker, Green Goblin. Uh, Otto Octavius, all that. Like, it's O-O-P-P-R-R. Like, Tony Stark is one that's not. Iron Man isn't. But Peter Parker, like, all that. Like, that, once I started to realize that, I was like, that's kind of, eh. But that's really the only thing I don't like about Marvel, so. But I only watch, like, MCU movies. I don't watch, I don't read comics, I don't watch animated show i don't watch the animated shows of any of them i don't watch the older ones like i strictly like iron man on i've watched pretty much everything except for captain america because a dude with a shield boring um well the only thing i can say is for dc i'm excited for the blue beetle movie oh yeah uh some of the dc movies here of recent have been um pretty good um did you check out punisher like the Netflix series, The Punisher, Black. No, I'm Black not really boring. Really quickly, I, I don't. Well, I haven't watched any of the TV series of any of Marvel. I've only watched movies because I'm not really a movie person, or I'm not. I'm not really a movie person, and I'm not willing to commit to an entire season of superhero nonsense. Because I'm sorry, but. They destroy two cities in literally two movies in a row. I, I'm not going to handle a full season of that. Like, I know it's not that bad every episode, but That's like, about I, I just can't do superheroes that much. Like, I can do movies, but that's actually one of the very few types of movies that I'll watch of Marvel. And I haven't watched anything beyond Endgame. It, no, I've that's watched fair. No Way Home. That was that was but good. After that, the, Sp- the Spider Man, the um, the Spider Man stuff with uh, the fuck is his name? Tom, Tom Holland? Holland. Yes, thank you. Yes, they have been decent. I don't want to put them above like Tobey Maguire's Spider Man from two thousand two. I don't want to put that up. I don't want to put him above. But Tom has done really, really good on building the Spider-Man character back very, very well. And I really, really like his suits. Like, the ones that he's had for, like, Homecoming and then No Way Home and whatever the one was in the middle. At least Toby was better than Andrew. Oh, my, Andrew was fucking terrible. The the Amazing Spider-Man movies, those were... uh... In my opinion, Toby Toby McGuire is Spider-Man. Yeah. Now, Tom Holland is Spider-Man, but Tobey Maguire is Spider-Man. If you're talking about who Spider-Man is, it's Tobey Maguire. But I do feel that Andrew Garfield actually fits, like, the way he played Spider-Man is more realistic to the comic. 
I think I think I heard that argument before that Andrew plays the Spider-Man from the comics super super well, kind of like how Batman has been played by all these different actors, and it's been almost bringing out different Batmans from the comics, different Batmans from like the games, things like that. Especially with Andrew, Andrew was a completely different AU Spider-Man. He had Gwen instead of MJ. Right. I did hear about that. Yeah. I don't know. I I guess it's something about the fact that I grew up on Toby, and so Toby will always be my Spider-Man. It's a nostalgia thing. That definitely is. And also, the first Spider-Man was, like, he was better suited for, like, people liked his kind of Spider-Man because he wasn't, like, he wasn't, like, the comic book character. He was good entertainment Spider-Man. He was a perfect entertainment Spider-Man. Fair. For for the beginning of superhero movies, like th- that's like early two thousands is whenever superhero movies like actually started kicking off, like big productions. Like it wasn't cheesy, like a muscular guy painted green anymore. It was CGI. Like that Spider Man was one of the one of the first. That's that's why, in my opinion, that Tobey Maguire holds is so dear to everybody. Like nobody hates Tom Holland. There's no, I've never actually heard any Tom Holland hate. I have heard Andrew Garfield hate. I don't support it, and I will not tolerate Tobey Maguire hate. <laughs> I also but, feel like people like Tom Holland more because he looks more like a teenager that is supposed to be in high school. Oh, yes. yes. Um, even if I'd go back to, like, kind of like how I always do the bat, the Batman debate of who does who does it best, and I always say that it's a two-parter, like, um, that Ben, ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, Ben... Ben Affleck is the best Bruce, and uh, Christian Bale is the best Batman. Batman, but um, I feel to me that Toby is the best at the Spider-Man role, and then Tom is the best at the Peter role. For me, I feel like with Christian Bale, with his Bruce Wayne, it was too much Patrick Bateman. I could see that. I have very minimal thoughts on Batman. Because, <laughs> well, I don't watch DC. But I will say that I agree with both, both, both of your points. Well, I don't actually know who Christian Bale is. So I technically only the agree Batman with half your the, point. The Batman from The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, Batman Beyond, uh, Batman Begins. I'm sorry, and uh, the Dark Knight. I've only ever watched the Machinist. Okay, the only two Batmans I've actually sat there and watched are Batman versus Superman. Okay, that that'd be Ben and Affleck. That was a date because my date wanted to. <laughs> so, sixteen-year-old teenage boy. Okay, let's go. Didn't care. Maybe Didn't you'll end get up watching kisses. it. <laughs> Didn't even end up watching it. Exactly. Exactly. It was just all Mackin. So, I will say, I did watch Batman vs. Superman again. Again, a date, but a little later into the relationship, that's not why we're at the movies. Or, well, we're watching it from home. So, I did actually watch it, and I did, like, I didn't really have anything against it. I didn't like it, didn't hate it. It was a movie. It was a good flick. 
There you go. So, but I will. I did watch the Batman in theaters, and we actually like. My wife is not. I'm not kissy. I'll make it. We're not teenagers anymore, basically. Yeah. And we're not whatever you want to call the people that do that, but we. In my opinion, Robert Pattinson played the part of Batman, like the moody, broody part. Like he's a very like Batman is not like some suave like like he's not in the in the original comics and the original TV show he's he's Batman like he's not really any he, he's just Batman like his face is Batman you don't even really see his face um for you're talk yeah you're talking Robert Pattinson the Batman from like what was that last that was like 2021 right uh 2021 2020 he okay so the detective part like he like what batman actually is batman is not a superhero he is a guy with a lot of money and a lot of cool gadgets he's also very intelligent he is a he's basically sherlock holmes that kicks ass fair that's what batman is and robert pattinson plays that fairly well Thank you, Tipsy. Um, but I don't know enough about the other Batman episode shows to say that it was crap or good because I honestly don't like Batman, so I don't care. And second, from a purely comic book standpoint and a realistic standpoint, in my opinion, that was pretty decent. Um, Robert Pattinson, to me, someone that does know some things about Batman, I believe, to me... That Robert Pattinson Batman was a very, very good play at the Batman Beyond, the dark, gothy kid. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen that cartoon at all, but Batman Beyond has a Bruce Wayne in the background that is teaching a young kid to take over his his mantle, basically. Is Batman Beyond, is, is it an animated series? Yes, it was an animated series. Okay, is series. it the one where he's like the, in the really slick, like arrow shaped okay i do i think i know what you're talking about like it's very like it's almost like the 1980s transformers type animation okay i do know what you're talking about that, i believe that's also where and the like, and that batman is in a really really dark place that that young kid that comes and takes helps out and takes over with him with with bruce's guidance he was in a really really dark place so that robert pattinson batman was in was a really really good play at that. Is that the one with McGinnis? I remember his Terry. Terry McGinnis. Like he like the, the only thing that they didn't do was they didn't name him something different and have an old man there training him. That's the only thing that they didn't have to really show off that it was like a Batman Beyond, but everything else fit perfectly. They even had the black and red suit, which is exactly what um, Batman Beyond Batman had. Suit in the movie was black and black and red. It had like a black and red theme to it. Like, it had like a red theme to everything. Much darker. I do know that it was darker. It wasn't like it wasn't action. Like the action was like it, it was like the '90s kind of. Like 90s kind of movie style where they didn't really show the punching and the stabbing and like 
in those kind of movies. Like the guy got shot and he just fell to the ground like back then, like in those kind of movies. And I do, that is what Robert Pattinson's Batman was. I do. And that's actually an excellent point. And I haven't actually thought of that, but you saying, you saying that actually does. I like it even more, but I'm also a Robert Pattinson fan because of his, the movie he did with Tom Holland. And well, Hmm? I like Twilight because I like vampires. Sorry. Wait, what, what movie did he do with Tom Holland? Hold on. Let me. I will look it. Up. I will look it up. I can tell I, I, you the like. I can tell you the story, but I need to look up the movie. Movie uh, with Robert Pattinson and Tom Holland. I am very intrigued. The devil actually, all the time. The devil all the time. Yes, that is. It's a very. I'm actually intrigued because these are two actors say, I'm very into. I wouldn't say it's a slow movie. I wouldn't say it's a slow movie. It's more of your like. It's not really an action. It's not really a thriller. It's not really a horror. It's just more of a it's like post-war. What the fuck? I I, I don't know what po- post-war movie. What's another post-war movie that I might have heard of? It's just stuff that's after the war. Well. Like, I've seen, like, is Hunger Games considered post-war? Because, I mean, it's post-nuclear apocalypse. Oh. I like Hunger your Games point. Or is that Divergent? I think that like, might be Divergent. Kind of, like, I think that might be Divergent. I think I think so. And then Maze Runner is, like, a disease. Like, that's not post-war. It's post-apocalypse. Like, are, you cons- are those kind of movies also considered post-war? Or is it, like, strictly, like, World War II post-war kind of? Um, or is it post-war like World War Two? Is it like just aliens? Rocky would be considered post-war in my. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> after? <laughs> I don't remember what time frame Rocky takes place because I never watched the movies. Like, was that seventies? Because that was when they like. Was that after Vietnam? The, uh, yeah, that'd be right after Vietnam. Yeah, that was after okay. the Vietnam veterans were coming back and they shit on them because they were quote unquote child killers. Yes, it was a very not liked war, and America's first look at guerrilla warfare whenever they go into a country that doesn't want them there, and they suffer the consequences. Have you ever, have you ever seen Black Hawk Down? Have I? Yeah. Um, Black Hawk Down... I don't think so. I've seen, I believe, what's called the White House down. Oh, you mean, um, fuck. That... London has fallen. No, no London has fir- fallen. I no, have the seen first that. One, no, the first one of the, the Olympus. One. Olympus has fallen. Olympus that's... has Olympus, fallen. Olympus has fallen. Yeah, I think that's. I think those that, three yes, movies. I have, seen that. have you seen all three? I haven't seen the first one that you said. Black Hawk Down. I have not. Oh no no no, 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 no. Black Hawk Down Black is Hawk in down it. Is... It's not a okay. part of that. Not a part of that. Black Hawk uh, is about a, a helicopter, correct? Yeah. yeah, it's a uh it's a war movie um based in Somalia. It it was super good. It was super, super good. But it was like a wartime movie. Uh, I don't know, Somalia I was thinking about war movies. movies. Somalia the sixties, now the Korean was the Korean War the sixties or the fifties. I've been meaning to watch Hacksaw Ridge. Tipsy, did you watched... like those, by the way? Did you like those? So, the, the, I think the I've only fallen. seen London. You've only seen London? Olympus is super, super good. And then whenever you get to see... um, 
if you can watch them in order again so that way you can yeah. see angel is fall whenever you see angel is fallen have have tissues i cried a lot during that movie cry for everything i do i cry a lot I do like I do enjoy movies like that. It's not like I don't watch superhero movies for the like who's gonna win. I know who's going to win. It's how are they going to win? Fair. What is the villain going to do? Like I want it. Like is the villain kind of right? I mean that's why like, I enjoy. That's Joker. why I watch. That, that's why I watch those kind of movies. Like the Joker has his points. Is he still a lunatic? Absolutely. <laughs> is Thanos a little bit right? I mean, I get where he's coming from, but dude, double the resources maybe? Like, don't immediately go for genocide or partial genocide of the entire universe? Like, I get what you're saying, but no. Ultron, I kind of get what you're saying, What about Green no. Goblin? What about Green Goblin? Okay, Green Goblin... Does Green Goblin really have, like... Green Goblin really just kind of wants to kill Spider-Man and fuck shit up. Okay, are you talking about like, like Tobey Maguire's Green Goblin or like the Wonderful. comic books? Because the comic books, I don't know. The Tobey Maguire like Sp Green Goblin like he was trying to promote his business. Yes, he he was trying to promote his business. It went a little haywire. Spider-Man stopped him. Now he wants to kill Spider-Man. Like I get like, and then Harry was dragged in. Harry is he a, dragged in. Like. Do Poor I like boy. do I like the storyline of that Green Goblin? No, Green Goblin's just a dick. He doesn't have a point. He's just a dick. Like, do I think that they should have kicked him out of his company? No, they were close. They were making progress. Like, they were already obviously come this far. They were just working out the side effects. Like, chill your jets. You don't have to push the shit that fast. Like, let the shit actually go through. And then they kicked him out because he wanted to continue and they were trying to push. Like, like, do I get was he wrong with that or was he in the right for that? Yes. Did he need to go inject himself and start terrorizing people? No. Isn't that the same concept as Otto? Um, kind of. He wanted <laughs> to build. He wanted to build the sun. He wanted to build a basically free energy. He was a scientist. Yeah. Instead of a superhuman, he wanted to create free energy. Then the little chip on the back of his neck fucked up, and the arms started talking to him and getting inside his head. And apparently, those arms are fucking psychopaths <laughs> or it's, it's just the fact that it's fucked up a part of his brain right yeah well it's because he, that little chip was it so the arms couldn't control him well once it broke the arms controlled him he doesn't he very clearly doesn't have that strong of a mental grip on his own personality and his own self that he can be taught to by mechanical arms that screech at him to communicate like come on <laughs> That's pretty weak-minded, man. Like you should have been able to fight that shit. I I like but, the I like the side that they took it. Did you play the uh, the PS4 game? The PS4 Spider-Man, like the, no. the new ones. The only Spider-Man I ever played was made in like 2001, 2002. Was it the and old it one? Was a little box and like have, like time controller and it was more like i would say it was more like super mario version of spider-man like you fought the green goblin you could swing webs but it was like mario super mario version is that the one of the quick time events can't I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest i've been 
a lot of things since then. Asleep, drunk, high, a lot of things. I have no idea. That was 20 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> and I feel like a really old man saying that, but I can confidently say that was like 20 fucking years ago. And I've slept a lot since then, so I have no idea. I do. I can picture it in my mind, and it's more like a Super Mario. I don't remember if there's a time limit. There might be. There's a time limit in Mario. It's like 400. I always forget like about that. 900, 999 seconds. It's over 10 minutes. It's almost 20 minutes. But there is a time limit in Mario. It might be that kind of time limit. It may be like 300 seconds, and I never just – I would just always zoom past it and never notice, so I, I don't know. But it was a very old game. It, was, it wasn't even a console. It was literally like a little game, like an arcade game that you plugged into your computer, like Channel 3. Or not computer, TV, Channel 3. <laughs> Do you remember those things, man? I, 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 I think I had like three of them. I, I had pa- I had Pac-Man, and technically it was Mrs. Pac-Man, Pac-Man, but the Pac-Man side was corrupted. Didn't even know. You could corrupt those things? Uh, fucking apparently, if you were a four-year-old and a two-year-old and you didn't care about electron, yeah, you can apparently you corrupt You poured juice on it, didn't you? Uh, no, I... I never did that. Like, I can't sit there and eat game. Like, I gotta eat or game. Like, I can eat at my computer while I'm gaming, but I gotta stop, eat, and then be done, and then game again. Like, I can't eat game. Like, I'm not doing that. No, that's just too much. No, that's That's, just That reminds me of my my old DS Lite. Uh, My dad spilled Coke on it, and it still worked, but the power button was sticky. And my little sister was like, I'm gonna fix it, and washed it in the sink. Uh, that's children. You, you use alcohol, like rubbing alcohol, and you yeah. very, use a very light amount just to get rid of the stickiness, get rid of the stiffness in the key, and then you just work it. Once you start getting it a little, you work that. No, you don't. It's like that app that I don't know if it was TikTok, Facebook, I don't know, but the woman that washed her man's PS4. Like, are you a psychopath? <laughs> Do you not understand how basic electronics work? If you don't put a toaster in the bathtub with you, you shouldn't put any electronics in the bathtub with you. You shouldn't put any electronics in water. That's that so, should be common how? sense. Just how? How how does one do that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I like if it's a how do they how do they survive this long? Exactly. Like people like that. If we didn't have instructions on shampoo bottles and bleach, they they wouldn't be around. Who washes a PlayStation? I mean, <laughs> electronics and water obviously don't mix. People freak about dropping their phone in a puddle, man. People <laughs> drop, freak about spilling a little bit of Coke on their laptop. And most of the time it destroys the laptop, depending on where it actually gets in and how good your computer is. How, how good a defense you put up on that thing? I mean, how many levels have you put like, up? How many levels of defense do you have on your, on your keyboard right now, Black? I have... One, and it's called a cup holder that's nowhere near my desk. And if I were to knock it, like hit it, first of all, I can't. I have to reach. I have to reach. This how far I have to reach. I can't hit it. Plus, it's a bottle with a straw. I can't knock it over. I don't take the risk, so I don't have a risk. 
So technically I only have one and it's just not letting my electronics get anywhere near liquid. And how I have pretty much every single electronic I've ever owned. Well, I have one of I have one of every old electronic I ever own. Like I have my mo like I have three monitors right now. I'll only have ever have three monitors. Next time I buy a new monitor, this monitor up here, which is my third monitor, will go bye bye. This second monitor will become my first or my third, and my first will become my second. So like I will never, and then I can get rid of that one. But I always have a spare. Like if my headset were to break right now, I would go into the living room and grab my other head, my old headset. As I upgrade, I keep one just in case this one screws up. I'm not left without the ability to game. That's pretty smart. Well, tell the, I want you to tell the, my wife that that's pretty smart because she doesn't get it and thinks I have a lot of crap. It's Which okay. Always, it it's okay. Like my wife does that too. thing for friggin' 10 years and I finally, like, oh, look, there's no way I can use it. Next day. Oh, yeah. I threw away a charger like two and a half weeks ago. And I was like, I don't even know what this is to. I don't know where it came from. I have. I don't like, do it anymore. I don't do it anymore. I've got like 15 like, chargers over there for little different things that are all different. And I got, I got a little freaking bag and I got them wound up dashed. I can't. Yeah. Like chargers you don't throw. Like you can throw away the electronic because I'm you know charged. the electronics broke. If the charger's broke, you throw it away. You don't keep a broken, you don't keep a broken charger. Yeah. But, like, if it's not broke, and the other thing's not broke, you keep them, even if you don't use them. Because, I mean, I still have a game – I still have – not a Game Boy, a GameCube. I still have a Wii. Like, when was the last time I played Wii? Well, when Wii Sports came out. Not really, but Wii Sports Resort was, like, the newest sports Wii Sports game that I remember. So if they've ever came out with anything after that, I don't know. Sure, it'll see my but, scary video game rally collection at this point. <laughs> You've seen most of it, haven't you? Yeah. I saw, I, I saw, I saw one. Oh, I don't know where I stashed it, but I found my sister's gray Game Boy that she was missing the back from. Ooh. I got rid of my. Sadly, I got rid of my red one a few years ago. I needed money, and it was complete. It had the backing and everything. I had two PS4s for a really long time, and I never used one. Well, about two years of not using it, I decided I don't need it. Someone else might want it. It's a PS3, yeah, it, but like, if you just want it for like DVDs, like Netflix or whatever, it works great. So I went ahead and took it to GameStop, sold it, didn't took the money and put it in my wallet and forgot about it for six months before I was like, oh yeah, cash in here because I don't use cash, but and then and it wasn't a PS3 it was a PS4 and then about 6 months 8 months after i sold it my wife wanted to start playing games on the PS4 my sister-in-law got a PS4 so i had to scramble and go buy a PS4 after i sold a PS4 like less than a year before it was annoying and guess what i bought the PS4 and now they don't play PS4 anymore so now i'm sitting on a second PS4 that's never used but I'm not going to sell it because I know as soon as I do or get rid of it, they'll want to play PS4 again. Uh, I know that feeling all too well, except it's the other way around with the systems for a bit of a while. But except our Xbox, our other Xbox died. 
I got a Series X and I let her have my One X and it decided to start its curse again. The laser went out of it, which was no big deal. That was a $15 fucking hour fix. Uh, now it wants to turn itself on or off and spit stuff out of the disk drive, which means probably that whole freaking front assembly, which I just don't feel like tearing apart because it also needs uh, thermal pasted. And then I have another issue. I just can't think of the other one now. So that one's probably going to take a hammer. Probably going to get her a Series S and call it a day. Like, I've been wanting to play VR games. She's casual Xbox, though. Really wanting to play VR games. But our dog ate our VR. Oh. (laughs) The dogs have eaten so much of our shit. I've debated about getting one. Like an Oculus or something. uh, I've debated. I think we had a Windows Mixed Reality. I, I think know. I told her if I get stupid money, I wanna, I wanna get a VR, at some point. I have an it's Oculus. Really it's fun. An Oculus Two. I don't have the standalone. I have the one that you can plug into your computer. I have a badass computer. I bought one that. I'd say that's a, that's a that's a smart way to do it. I feel like I'd want one plugged into my well, computer. Like, if I would like, I actually waited. I like I wanted a VR for like probably a year and a half, but I didn't have the computer that, like, could support, like, it could run VR, it was okay with VR, it wasn't the greatest with VR, but, like, it worked for, like, your basic, like, it would have worked for Beat Saber. I didn't want to play Beat Saber, so I didn't get it then. But whenever I I got my new new computer, I bought a VR. I played it pretty consistently for the first, like, week and a half. And now I use it sometimes to watch football games while laying on my floor at arms up just looking up at the ski- ceiling and I can see literally all of it is football so that's really the only thing I use my VR for anymore because like the VR games out now are fun yeah they're they're, they're cool but VR is not what like in my what I imagine VR to be and what not I hope, what it, hope yeah what I hope it for it to become it's not yet. So do I think VR is a bad investment? Absolutely not. If that's what if you're looking if you're looking for the stage that VR is at now, VR is an absolutely great investment. If you're gonna have fun on it, I thought I would have fun on it. I realized I didn't. I will never get rid of my VR because unless it just gets so outdated that. I need to get a new one for whenever I get get the full body suits that are like not full body suits, but like the ones that you have at like arcades that you can like run on the little treadmill thing. Like once I can do that, I'll buy I'll save up the money, buy that, upgrade my VR if I have to, upgrade my computer if I have to, whatever. And absolutely I will play VR. But until that happens, until those pri- that, that prices come those prices come down, or I just come into eight grand to buy one of those or however much it is. I'm not gonna get one. Flash, how you doing, buddy? Oh no, man. I get some caffeine. Shit. <laughs> I don't know, Black. One thing I did whenever I first started um, content creating, I did. Uh, I played Outlast in VR. I want to play Doom. I know what VR is. I don't know what Outlast is. Outlast is it's, a uh, it's horror a, it's game. It's a horror game. It's a horror game where you are... The only thing that you have is a photo camera, and you're investigating this like insane asylum. And okay. uh, these crazy moths are trying to kill you, and the only thing you can do is run and hide. 
you can't fight back. It's a run and hide game okay. where, and you're trying to. You once you get so far into it, you're you're trying to find your escape, and you have to go through and like find out all this story to be able to find where whatever i think it was like a key or whatever to the front fucking door and you're trying to get out i must have not played the first one then because the, the second yeah the plane crash one is number two okay that's the one that i didn't play fully it because i didn't think it was that great but the first one is in the like hospital insane asylum whatever that was is that the one is this the one where like Every once in a while, like, you're followed by, like, a ghost girl or, like, some kind of, like, creature that, like, tries to kill you. That's why, like, you have to run away. Is uh, that, or is that I a think different that's fear. game? I think that's fear. Okay. Like, I, I mean, if I see a gaming clip, like, I'll watch, like, YouTube shorts. And I'll see, like, occasionally I'll see stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then it'll keep showing it to me and over and over. And I don't actually care about that kind of stuff. Like, I don't like that. I don't like horror games. I don't like haunted houses because I am confirmed a in a fight or flight response. I am fight. I don't want to punch the person at the at the haunted house. So I don't go to haunted houses. Uh, but the, like, these are the, those are things that are like right up my alley. I, I Halloween is my favorite time of the year. October is my favorite month of the year. I go and watch all the horror stuff i go to all the all the amusement things i took my buddy cairo we went to field of screams last year and we had a great time we went to hershey park and shit for the uh the haunted stuff great fucking time it's my favorite time of the year i don't do that <laughs> see when see whenever whenever i hear something crazy outside i, I grab I grab my handgun and I go check out what's outside. I don't. I I do I'm too. A, I grab the de I grab the desk gun and I I go check it out. I I don't do I don't I don't do that. So. I find it funny when we talk about jump scares. Um. I I figured out recently that if something is a jump scare, I just scream. That that like I'm not actually scared. I just scream. <laughs> and uh, the other day, I'm of course high as hell and uh standing really close to my uh, counter and i feel something really nice and warm and soft over my foot and it is in my mind i was like ah it must be the kitten rubbing on my foot and then it took me like 15 seconds to register i don't own a kitten oh no what the fuck was it it was a rat <laughs> uh I had a feeling when she started to get there, I was like, oh, she's going to tell me she's a fucking rat. <laughs> a rat ran over my foot to get underneath the fucking dishwasher. I it made that mistake night. of looking through streamers while you were, we were talking about stuff, and I ran into one of the guys I got at the top. Guess what game he's playing? Mario 3? Had to bring, no, you had to bring up freaking Resident Evil. Oh... Okay. Hey, Black, while we're talking about it, by the way, what's your handgun of choice? What's your, well, what's your carry of choice, I should say? Okay, my current carry is a Glock 19X. I, would be, I have been debating about buying one of those. I have been debating, because I own a 17. I own a 17 Gen 3. 
believe it's a 19x. It might be a regular 19 I'm pretty sure it's 19x. It's in the bedroom because, well, there's already other guns in here. Yeah. So I don't really... You're, you're fine. You're fine. We, we, can, we can check them out later. But, uh... Yeah. Have you, care, have you ever owned a Canik? No, I have not. Um, the... I've been... I was debating on one. My my best man for my wedding, his dad recommended Canik. He said once you once you buy one, once you shoot one, well once you shoot one, you'll want one. I was like okay, so I went to the I went to the handgun range, and we I was like, do you guys have any Canics I can try? And they said that they had the subcompact uh, TC9. I was like okay, let me check it out. And I shot it once, and I, I was like, uh, can I buy this one? I, I, I want this specific one. I just shot it. It feels wonderful. I want it. And it, it sold itself. It sold itself. I'm, I'm not really a handgun person. Like, I have, like, a Scorpion Evo. Mm-hmm. Ella's gun from Rainbow Six Siege. I have a 50 Beowulf uh, AR-15, which is Maverick's gun from Rainbow Six Siege. Is that the uh, I got, is that the I, DMR that I love? Yes, that is Maverick's DMR. That I bought that gun three weeks before Maverick was announced. Really? Yes, I did. In fact, and I also bought um a. It's not. A TCS G9. It is a Turkish Arms uh, semi-automatic mag-fed shotgun. A month before Kaid came out with his TCS G12. Okay. And so. You have all these siege guns. I, I do have I've... a lot of siege guns that are like happen to be siege guns. I just that's not why. Like the Scorpion, I bought because of siege. You bought that I one because about, of Ella? Okay. Technic- yes. Ella was my favorite operator for a really long time. I was devastated by her nerfs, except for the like slowing of the sensitivity. Like, I'm sorry you're getting blinded by a flash of green light for pretty fast. And you're or disorientated. You don't need to slow down my sensitivity. Let me shoot him in the face while actually being able to see that I'm shooting him in the face, even though it's green and white. Like, I'm okay. <laughs> but, like... Losing the mat, like losing a Grismont, I thought was unnecessary. She used, she used to have four. She used to have four, and like she had four, and this was the first test server ever. They had it. She had four for a week. What's up, Sage? By the way, of the like, um, yes, Rainbow Six Siege. She had four for a week in the main build. She let, she kept all four during the test server, but it was only two weeks. And then a week into the main cert, they took away her Grismont. And then they lower. Then a couple months later, they lowered the recoil, or they upped the recoil, lowered the mag count. And then they took away her uh, her passive ability of popping the Grismont on the while she was down, which made no sense. Just like the withstand ability, it lost one pro league team one round in the four years she had been out. Withstand wasn't that big of a deal. But anyway, but neither here nor there. And then but I loved Ella. Like I bought the gun because of Ella. Now, do I did I like the gun in like Black Ops 2? Yes. Did I like the gun in Ghost Recon Wildlands? Yes. Okay. But, um one thing that, that Siege has done recently that does not make any sense to me 
and it's not recent anymore but it was whenever we were first playing a lot together black and that is smg 11 being taken away from sledge i understand that they are trying to lower sledge's pick rate if that's still what they're trying to do but sledge is still such a go-to beginner op because he was my first operator on attack he was my first attacker because, but I also had nostalgia reasons, which was H2O Delirious is the reason why I downloaded this game. Because H2O Delirious and cartoons played it a lot. They played... H2O played Sludge, and Toons played a lot of Blackbeard. That's why those two operators are some of the t- t- two go-tos for me. H2O Delirious also played Gang Beast, right? Was it Gang Beast? Or was it yes. Stick Fight? Did, he also played Stick Okay, one of the groups of the Gang Beast members. I watched him, so I do know who H. And there's also Maybe the Nogla. Maybe probably Nogla. He's he's the one with the non-traditional American accent, correct? And he's the one that has like the he's normally like his character normally in green, sharp black pants. I believe so. Really, really, really bigger guy. He plays a lot of um, he plays a lot with oh, like Vanos and um. Vanos. Okay, Vanos Gaming. I learned about. I just happened to see a Vanos gaming, and it was about Gang Beast. So I, I was like, "That looks like a neat game." Like, so I I clicked on it. I bought it. Never played it with anybody. That ne- I never played it with any friends. I've only played it for like maybe thirty minutes, and I couldn't figure out the damn controls. But because I kept getting my ass kicked. But so I do know who H2O Delirious is. H2O is the reason why I checked out this game, which I found H2O, of course, because of Friday the 13th. Uh, Friday the 13th, there's the, um, on the one map, there's a grave site you can go to that has a teddy bear, and it has a gravestone that says H2O Delirious, died, died of laughter. You can actually get an achievement in the game if you, like, stand on the teddy bear or whatever, and it says teddy bear protector or whatever. Super cool. But that's how I found H2O, and then I saw them playing this shooter called Rainbow Six Siege, which then H2O was playing fucking Sledge Sledge Shotgun, by the way. And he ran up to this guy, and he he said, Oh, if, if anybody sees, don't kill the last guy, don't kill the last guy. And then he runs up, sneaks up on this man, smacks him with the hammer. I was like, I need to play that character. <laughs> and then I and then of course I saw and then they cut over to like tune. They would do this thing where they would play a bunch of matches, and you could see from H two O's perspective, and then you could see from Cartoons' perspective. And Tunes would be playing Blackbeard, and I would just see Tunes like one v fouring as Blackbeard. And I can completely understand now, understanding Blackbeard that he's frust- frustrating to play against and that he's annoying. I get it, but seeing that from Toons' perspective and Toons' commentary being hilarious as it is, it was it was an amazing thing to watch. And I I never watched I don't think I ever watched theirs. The first Rainbow Six Siege YouTuber I watched, he was more of a it was me getting into it so it was more of the the goofy youtuber uh and i cannot remember his name mcnasty 
Is it possibly McNasty? I believe he played with, like, Vanos Gaming. If he played with Vanos... Shit. Who else? Who else played with them? I know the own player. I believe he was English. I believe he was English. Was it Jack? Was, a... was it Jack Septicar? He was white, blonde, and if it's blonde, oh, it's not not um, Jack. It's very. I don't even think he's an active YouTuber anymore. At least not for Siege. I don't think he is. A lot of the Siege content creators I've seen have gone away. A lot of them have. Yeah, a lot of the original ones are gone. Like, you, I mean, you eventually get older, get bored, like... Like, I don't, I don't I, even think Get, I don't even think Get Flank plays it anymore. I don't think... No, I don't, I don't... I unfollowed him whenever he got all, like, everything was him complaining and, like, him thinking, like, he was the, like... I understand this game so well, and like he just really didn't. Like it's funny because I it, found I found him because of this game, and now it, he doesn't. I don't even think he plays it. Um, I still watch Varsity. Varsity's funny. I love watching the hacker replays. That's honestly the main thing that I watch of his. It's the hacker replays. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I watch of his. Like I'll watch his shorts from like like I won't sit there and watch his videos. Because I don't enjoy watching other people game, but like watching like hacker replay, like I like the whole like, do I agree? Like, do I see something Varsity didn't? Does Varsity see something I don't? Like, that's actually like the main reason. Like, that's why uh, now yeah. you'll see that if if you're ever like watching my watching my perspective, like um, whenever we're playing, I'll have the Varsity charm on. I'll, I'll have either Varsity or Zironic because Zironic is super fun to watch too. I never got into Zironic. The only... He's not a... I don't think he... He, he might have been a pro player. I know he was on the pro scene. Uh, he was but... with Navi or something. Is it called Navi? Yeah. I believe that's what it is. But w one of the main people I like to watch for like the competitive side is King George. I love watching King George. I don't like King... I don't like King George because of like his attitude. Oh, Definitely, it's more. He's... It's more because it's funny. Like he, like he, he is very good. So like you can pick up some small things, but then of course the rage is funny as shit. So for me, yeah, I do like. If I want to watch someone just rage, it's King George who I look up. But like if I actually want like serious, like I wonder, like I will do like um, Pingu. There he was go. the yeah. reason I watched Pro League. Once he retired, I stopped watching Pro League after uh well, honestly, I kept I continued to watch G2 because G2 was the team I supported because I supported Pingu. And once he got off G2, I watched G2 until they lost their first game. They lost it badly after uh Pingu left. I was like, "Yeah, I'm not really into the pro scene anymore anyways, so I'm dead. Wasn't uh, so Dark Zero it. a good team to watch, though? Wasn't Dark Zero a half-decent team to watch? Or I mean, they're, I mean, they're all... Like, I've, I used to watch every single game. Like, when Pingu played, I watched every single game. I watched the entire major. I watched everything. 
I didn't watch LATAM because I hate the way LATAM players play. LATAM players, pro, LATAM pro players play like North American gold players. They just run in. They, they're like, there are some teams that are a little more strategic, but once you get one, if a LATAM team plays an EU team, they just rush them over and over. They, they use the broken mechanics. They do it like they use anything broken and legal to do. Like with when Lion was just crazy overpowered, like the G two only lost to uh, crap, Black Dragons. I believe it was the Black Dragons because they just ran. Like if they did not, if G two did not ban Lion, they lost. Well, they didn't ban Lion. Because they really wanted to ban something else, and it cost them, it cost them the the tournament. I don't like I did, and so I never watched Ladam play Ladam. I did watch if it was Phase versus EG. I did watch that in, during the finals. I watched uh, or the majors and the minors, but other than that, I didn't watch Ladam. But once Pingu stopped playing. I stopped watching. But Pengu is who I watch for like the series and then I'll watch Varsity for like the the hacker replays and then I watch Jaeger himself too for the what crap do I have to deal with this week because everybody's like he because he posed like this is broken mechanic like this shouldn't be in the game. Well stop fucking showing people how to fucking do it. You have 3.6 million fucking subscribers. And guess what? They follow you so they can most of them follow you so they can learn that kind of shit and rat. Stop doing it. If there's a glitch, stop fucking showing people how to do it. If there's an exploit, stop fucking showing people how to do it. If there's a bullshit angle, honestly stop showing fucking people how to do it, but at the same time show people how to do it so they can know to watch out for it. That's what I use Jaeger himself for. Uh, Jaeger himself too for. Like something that um, kind of like what you were just saying, but I wonder, I half wonder if certain things are um, some of those people will post because H2O and Tunes, whenever they were big into playing Siege, there was the issues with whenever you would play either Blitz or Monty and you would do the little repel, unrepel, repel, unrepel. And then it would glitch that you were fully shielded or something, but you were able to shoot and yes. you were covered. They they would say, "Hey, we're not we're not posting this to like get wins or show that we're so good. We're posting this hoping that that the devs see and whoever needs to see so this can get fixed." I, and I'm okay with that. Like, if Varsity shows a glitch, like Varsity shows a cheat, like he's not promoting cheating. He's like, "Hey, this is a kind of cheating that y'all need to look out for." Like. Basically, and like, say the cheater is good, but not great at the game. Like, they know, like, they're a gold player, and then they started cheating. Well, they're going to get up to diamond, and they're they're, they're going to be able to hide it fa fairly decently. It's your players that are, like, copper and bronze or brand new, or just, like, cheating in games because they find it fun, that are going to be their people that, like, they're very blatant, or they're very lost. So, like... Whenever people show cheats like that or like glitches like that, like saying, hey, like 
this is something to look out for. Like, I'm not going to show you how to do it, but I'm going to show you what happened when someone did it to me. So you know that what's happening. Like, that's okay. But Jaeger himself, too, like, he does, he shows, like, glitches and stuff like that. But he also shows, like, bullshit things that need to be fixed. Like, the, like and Coconut Bra does that as well. Or Bikini Body. No, it's Coconut Bra. Because it's the Bra fam. They'll figure out, like, weird, like how to abuse mechanics or, like, the azami barriers are to get up in places they're not supposed to be like that shouldn't be shown that should not be in the game but at the same time he also does it and then it gets fixed and then he tries to find another way and like a lot of this stuff does get fixed like purple tarps he he was made famous because of purple tarps on coastline that is now they they had to change so much about the map because he kept fucking figuring out a way a way to get up there that they just had to make the tarp to where you can't fucking walk on it anymore. Like, that's what they had to do because he kept finding ways to get on onto the purple tarp. So they made it just to where he couldn't get on purple tarp anymore, and that fixed the problem. Like, he actually still knows how to get up there, but he doesn't release the video because it doesn't benefit him. He wants to be the only one that knows how to do that. And it's not very adv- advantageous because... It doesn't have the same angle as the tarp actually did. The tarp was the problem. The wood awning over the pool didn't really matter. So, But showing people how to do exploits and stuff, I don't agree with. <clears throat> Pointing them out, I do. But I don't use cheats and anything but gta because gta is an arcade game modding is fun how much fun it is to launch a person up in the air blow them up with a giant egg and then slam them back onto the ground that's fun running at them and punching them with explosive fists while they're trying to kill you in a tank that's fun because they're being griefers i would only troll griefers by the way i didn't just fuck with people that were just minding their own business But, and I don't cheat in Siege, because I'm good. I don't have to. I mean, I don't understand cheaters anymore. I don't understand why they feel the need to do it in games anymore. Like, what, is, what are you actually gaining other than a little bit of clout for it? with that there's i only have two lines of thought a you suck at the game and you wish you didn't suck at the game so you cheat so you can feel better about yourself at not sucking at the game but you're cheating so you still suck at the game you just have walls or aimbot or you just like causing people misery so you cheat and you're blatant about it and you just do it to ruin people's day that's that's literally the only two reasons to cheat in a competitive shooter like siege now cheating and gta i do it i used to do it i don't play gta anymore and whenever i play on pc playstation i can't cheat so i don't cheat and i still do play it just not very often but like modding on gta online like what i would do is i would like get a rainbow car drive around wait for someone to try to blow me up and then just ruin their day like they have ruined countless people's days before by just being a dick and shooting them, shooting people down with a jet, blowing them up with rockets. Like I, 
I griefed griefers and I used modding to do it because, well, that guaranteed that I could shit on them. Tiny. Because Tiny, thank you so much for the raid. Welcome in, raiders. Continue, Black. So, like, that, that, like, I'm okay with modding. Like, you want to play Skyrim? You want to cheat in Skyrim? Who cares? It's a single-player game. But cheating in a competitive shooter, I don't agree with. CSGO, I don't like CSGO. I've never played CSGO. Never have a desire to play CSGO because I don't like the graphics. But do I condemn... I condemn cheaters of CSGO. I condemn cheaters of Call of Duty, Fortnite. Like, cheating in an online video game that there is a purpose to the game. GTA, Mm -hmm. there's no purpose. It's grind, make money, blow shit up. Do I fuck with people making delivery runs? No, I leave them alone. They're doing a gun running supply mission? I don't fuck with them. Now, King of the Hill? Someone wants to play King of the Hill? I'll play King of the Hill and I'll go kill them. (laughs) I will do that. And I will not cheat to do it. I do not cheat to win in many event, many games. I will say I've used the horn boost and like the go the fastest, and I will tell you that the top speed you can achieve, no matter how fast you're going, is 330 miles point 330.7 miles. So that is the fastest you can go in siege. That's as fast as it'll go. Or record. Anything above that, it doesn't matter. But and I did that on accident, and I immediately turned horn boost on because that was part of God mode and God mode with horn boost. Whenever you hit a, whenever you hit the horn in a jet, it slams you into the ground. Well, I'm trying to mess with a cheater. I'm trying or mess with a griefer by killing him in an unkillable jet to stop him from being a dick. I'm being a dick to a dick. So, I, I support that. I'm okay with that. And if you think that's wrong, well, I'm still going to do it, or I still support my decision because, well, I felt like it was right. You feel like it was wrong? Well, then we disagree, and that's fine. But cheating in an online game, like Siege, Fortnite, anything like that? No, don't do it. Just get good. See, that's the thing. I have... I think I've had this conversation before once on this podcast, and that is cheating or modding, whichever way you want to say it, in a single-player game where you are not going to mess with somebody else's um, experience. I can condone that, because I did that a lot in, like, the old GTAs, where, oh, I'll go ahead and just turn on, like, I'm five-star wanted. Let's go ahead and run from the cops for a little bit. Have some fun. And then, oh, I'm about to get screwed over. I'm about to get arrested or whatever. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, turn that off real quick. Run away. Recover restart it all over whatever i didn't mess with anybody's experience whatever but the second that i jumped on i turned that off and switched over to like i think it was black ops 1 at the time or modern warfare 2 whichever one it was whichever cod i was playing at the time and i got killed by somebody that wasn't even there there was no way for me to even know anything about him i'm like hmm okay you're cheating cool or However, it was that I deciphered that I knew I got killed by a cheater. I was like, well, yeah, that's a problem. That needs fixed. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, like, even in Call of Duty, Call of Duty is not, like, a Call of Duty is the shooter to get into shooters. I agree. And then you go into, you go into Battlefield, or you go into, like, Destiny, like, you go into, like, that's how you go. You start, if anybody wants to get into shooters, start with Call of Duty, because you can use the custom, the custom matches, 
You can set them to super easy. You can set to nine. You can set to one just to get used to the controls. That's how you cut your teeth into FPS to get the hand movements down. Because not knowing anything about FPSs and going into Siege is a nightmare. Like, people that do it are insane. And the people that actually get good by doing it are even more insane. Like, that's crazy. Like, I had a... I understood how to shoot and stuff before I played Siege, and I struggled like hell when I first started. But the struggle now that the game is eight years old, like, I struggled when it was a year and three months, or when it was uh, nine months old. It was season three. I started I started playing in Skull Rain on PlayStation. And, like, the amount of struggles I faced then, and then switching from PlayStation to console... I mean, uh, was, con- you mean console to PC? Yeah, con. Yes, console to so PC. Man. I struggled again. Like I went through the whole like. I'm pretty sure everybody does it, especially if they don't have any experience uh, gaming on a computer. They they want to plug in their controller. That's what they're comfortable with. It's on a new system, but that's what they're comfortable with. But and then like there are people that. They'll do that for a couple weeks. They'll get used to the ideas, the mechanics, and then they'll, they'll play like a single-player game, like Call of Duty on PC, like get good, or like they'll play like Terrace Hunts on uh, mouse and keyboard. But they'll play on like against people on the controller, and that's okay. But like, you got you got to eventually graduate. You got to start playing against actual people on on your P, on your mouse and keyboard because there is an advantage. You are at a extreme disadvantage in Rainbow Six Siege when you're on controller and you're facing against someone with a P, with a uh, mouse and keyboard. That's why Zim and spoofing is such a problem. That's why they released um Mousetrap. Like that's like that's a problem. There is no aim assist in Rainbow Six Siege even on console. Like yes and like in Terrorist Hunt, the old Terrorist Hunts where like you would have the room filled with um Nitro cells. There was there there was aim assist for that. You could lock onto those. You could just go through the room. ADS shoot. ADS shoot. ADS shoot. That that was fine. That was, I mean, it's hard to shoot the little nitro cells because on on PC you can shoot a nitro cell flying through the air coming right at you or coming for your friends. Like you can shoot it out of the air. I do it. I rarely die to nitro cells because I shoot them most of the time or I'm just out of the way. When I die to a nitro cell, I am very bummed out because I very rarely die to nitro cells. <laughs> but like you're at a massive disadvantage. So I get it, you need to you, everybody needs that time to like get comfortable with playing on PC, but the sooner you do it the better off you will be because then you don't like uh I actually have a friend or I there's a guy in another server I'm in, like he played uh, with controller for about a year and a half. Like he just would not switch, would not switch. We kept telling him like switch, like he would try for a couple weeks and then he'd go back to controller because he kept getting crapped on. Well, now he's actually playing on, he's playing on mouse and keyboard and he's doing a lot better. He's not a 0.6 KD. He's a 0.9 KD. Like, yeah, it's not one point whatever, but it, it's, there's definite improvement and he's just getting better and better and better. And like, uh, playing with Tear, like whenever I first started playing with Tear, he had just gotten into the game. Like he had been playing, but he hadn't been actually playing seriously. He was just starting to play seriously. He wasn't a casual player anymore, and like he wanted, like he asked me, like how, like how I aim so well. Well, how how to aim? So like, I get that there's you need to adjust, but the faster you do that bump from controller and just get into keyboard. 
like you're going to get shit on for a few games, but you're going to learn a lot faster getting shit on than you are playing on a controller feeling comfortable about yourself because it feels comfortable because you're still probably getting shit on with controller. If you're going to get shit on, at least learn something by getting better on mouse and keyboard because you're going to get shit on either way. You're at a massive disadvantage even with a even on or even with a controller that you're comfortable with, you're because the people that are comfortable with mouse and keyboard are shitting on you. Black, I can tell you, you're speaking a lot of truth because I can remember those days. Uh, <laughs> there was times that we were playing some of those unranked games, some of those ranked games with you. I was still on my controller. I was still hating my life. I was still getting shit on. You guys were, you guys were harassing me for. I think I spent a good two months playing with you guys, and I was still on my controller. But I'll, but as soon as I made the jump over, I think it was actually MC. You remember him? MC McWillie. Yep. Or wheel, wheels. Wheel easy. Yeah. yeah. Wheels. Yeah, wheels. You remember him? It was him. Me and yeah. him spent some time like outside of the group, like because we had our siege group, like we were playing like consistently all the time for it was a good couple months that that you me and the group we were all playing like almost every night uh there was a couple there was a couple days that uh i don't i don't remember why but me and him were just spent some time like playing before everybody got on for like a couple days in a row and like i would spend those couple games with just him only on my mouse and keyboard and then as soon as everybody else came in and we were moving over to like unranked or whatever we were going to do that night i'd plug my controller back in because i knew i knew okay i i I spent my practice time now let's go ahead and just go back to comfortable so that way i can play with the guys and be somewhat okay right and like like chubbs made the comment earlier about me being a dick with rainbow six siege and like if you're new to the game if you don't really care about the game i'm not going to say anything to you like if, like, Tier or Chubbs or other people and other servers that I play Siege with, like, if you do something that you know that you shouldn't do, like, in a 1v5, should you rush the one person with that's Maestro with an LMG? No. You should pinch him and then kill him or just plant and hold. Like, do not run at the guy with a fucking spaghetti LMG with 80 rounds that's hiding in a corner because he was on his maestro camp. Don't do that. I've won so many rounds by people doing that exact same thing to me. So I don't do it because I know that's how you lose rounds. And like when they do stuff like that, I do say like, dude, like, you know, not to do that. Or like people will play, like they'll get into that one V three and it's completely winnable. I do it all the time, but they'll start to get anxious. It's like, calm down. It's play it's... slow. I'm like, I'm very very much I am very very much that person. I it, when I get in that thing and as soon as okay, if I'm in a 2v2, I feel a thousand times more comfortable in that moment than as soon as it says 1v2, all of my thoughts of what I could do in that situation to get the either get those two picks or play it slow, play it calmly are all gone. It's okay. Let me find the first person, I'll kill him and then go find the other one. That that's exactly where my brain goes. It doesn't go to, okay, how could I actually use what 
tools I have around me or if I'm on attack and how can I get this plan off and then force them to come to me it none of none of that game sense that I have going into the round is there as soon as I'm in that 1v2 I am gone my mind is gone it's where are these people I gotta kill them I gotta kill them as fast as possible it's go but yesterday right yesterday uh you remember I was telling you that me and Flash were in that uh, rank game? Yes. I clutched up a 1v2 for the first time in a long time. On defense. Uh, on defense. That's good. And they got the plant. They got the plant down, and I still killed them both and defused. It was oh, the yeah. fir- first time I've done that in months. And all I wanted to do was I wish I was streaming at this moment so that, that way Black could see it because otherwise he's not going to believe me. <laughs> <laughs> No, but see, that's another thing, because as soon as anybody starts saying, like, they'll say, oh, Black was being a dick about this, or whatever, I'm just like, you know, Coach Black just wants to see us improve, because Tyr will actually take up and say that as well. Coach Black wants to see us improve because he knows that we're better than that. I was like, yes, he does. He just rubs us the wrong way in how he says it sometimes. And I'm just like, you know what, I don't care about that, though. Because I know where you're coming from. I played baseball. I played all these. I played sports when I was younger, so I'm used to coaches being hard on me. So I'm, as soon as you get get like that, I'm just like, it's just Coach Black, it's just Coach Black coming at us, trying to tell us to improve because he knows damn well we can do it. We got the stuff. It's just where our heads go because I know damn well that's what happens to me. I get too anxious, too in the moment that I can't think straight. That's why whenever you all start calling calling out, hey, they're over in this area, I'm just like, don't give me calls like that. I need direction. If you point, tell right. me direction of this um, front right corner of you or whatever, if it's hard right or or right to or to the left in that corner over there, I will probably find that pick a lot faster than you telling me in in library back corner. I, I'm going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not thinking like that right now. I'm not even going to know that room. Right. And like whenever I play with my, whenever I play with my ranked team that I actually play ranked with and actually like, I actually have a job. I'm not just like, I am not, whenever I play ranked with my, uh, with my rank squad, I am not the fragger. Really? I don't, I, I don't No, I do not. I play flex and I play support. So I'll play the Monty like on border. I am the Monty player. On bank, I am the Monty player or the Nomad player or like the Zofia or the Ace. Like I play a lot of hard breach. I play I play a lot of the dirty operators. I play a lot of the operators that have jobs. And like so if one thing I can teach anybody about siege, it's whenever you're on attack and you're in a one v five or one v whatever. If you have a minute left, spend about twenty seconds where you died. If they know where you died, spend about that first twenty seconds waiting for them to come to you. Only twenty seconds. If you have a minute, only twenty seconds. If they're super aggressive, and they killed you, like it's a one v three, one v four in the first 30 seconds and you got two and a half minutes well use 30 seconds kind of chill out so calm down kind of picture in your head like okay they died over here this person's probably coming for me next because they're aggressive so i need to i'm going to sit here until the alibi who killed three people 
or killed four people is looking for the ace. She's coming for me. I know she's coming for me. Sit back. Wait to kill her. Once you kill her, the next guy is going to be like, oh, I want the kill. I'm the next kill. I'm the next kill leader. He's dead. His ace is gone. I'm going to go kill him. And then you kill him. And then once it gets into the three or well, 1v3, they generally start staying closer to sight. They're not going to push you anymore. So you need to start moving forward. Once you start moving forward, don't stop. Now, do you need to move forward wherever you get put into the 1vx no you don't what you what you should do is like if it's top border and most of your attack has cleared out the armory side will push from armory push where the main push was because that's where all your utility is going to be wasted already you're going to be only having to worry about gunfights now if you get stuck in a position where they didn't do any of that then we'll pick your worst pick your best option because you're probably going to lose that 1v whatever because if they still have all their defenses now you still got to go through all that defense and you don't have anybody to help you. You don't have anybody to like, you can't push a cross angle. Like you don't have that way to fight. Like if they, if they didn't get that far, but you're in a one V two, a minute left, let that one person push you because they're probably going to, if they don't wait about 20 seconds and then push. If they spot you on camera, they know where you're at. Obviously shoot it and just continue pushing through it. Because all you do is whenever you move, you make them – whenever you run around, they're going to come to fight you. Now you expect – now you can kind of plan. Like you're coming – they spotted you in 90 hall on border. Well, they're going to get focus on the 90 hallway door. Maybe one will watch office, but one's going to focus on 90 hallway door. They're not watching armory anymore. We'll just go ahead and keep pushing and expect the gunfight. Win the gunfight. Chill for a second. See if that next guy's going to push you. If you have about 30 seconds left, you wait about you wait for him to push you for about five, 10 seconds, and now you have to go. You do not stop from then. In a 1v1, if you can't plant safely, you push and you push with a purpose. You take your gunfight and you have to take the gunfight because the defender doesn't have to do anything. So now, 1v3 on defense, you stay still. If you're not on site, get to site as quickly and safely as possible. Check your angles, check your corners, watch for your claymores, all that crap. So once you get into that situation, once you calm down and you know what you need to do, now all you have to do is do it. There is no thinking about it anymore because it's it's set in what you're going to do. You know what you're going to do. You're going to sit back, let them push you. You have 30 rounds. You have cap can traps, you have a frost mat over here, you have a castle barricade over here, you don't have to worry about this way. Watch this door. Well, they bur burst through this door now. Well, now you get, now, you know that they're currently attacking that side. You don't know if they're here still, but they might be. So you softly cover yourself from that angle, you focus on the most recent angle. If that dies down, you kind of sit and just wait. Listen. If you have utility, you should have your teammates on cameras telling you shit. Like, if you just calm down, people would win so many more rounds. Like, they'll sit there and just start the quick leaning, like, around corners, and you're not getting information. You're just showing them that you're there, and then you're pop firing. You're not hitting anything. The second you walk in the door, you're dead. Well, what was all that pop, what was all that quick leaning for? You died anyways, because you didn't actually gain any information from that. Calm down, take it slow, but move with a purpose on attack. And on defense, if you do nothing, and they do nothing, you win anyways. Take the gunfights you have to take. Other than that, don't take a single gunfight.
That's how to win on defense. And people always do it different. People always do it backwards. On attack, they'll sit there and hide on a roof, but on defense, they'll try to run around. That doesn't make you need to do that backwards. On attack, you need to move. On defense, you need to hold up. Now, if they're if you got caught roaming, they rushed, killed four of your people on site. You need to get to site as fast as possible, but you need to move with a purpose because you can most likely stop that planter. You can stop that plant. You can make them anxious because there's going to be people coming after you on attack when you're when you're defending too. There's going to be attackers coming from you. If you just remain calm and let them come, let the initial ones come to you, it makes it so much easier. If you push into it without thinking, you're going to die. You don't. It's not that big of a rush. Now you got to once the diffuser is planted, you you are now the attacker. You have to move with purpose. At least did like that part right. I do remember I yeah. did that part right. I got well. I got lucky. I got lucky because they, when the person was planting, uh, I got I got a I got a good ping, and I just chucked my C4 and killed him. Killed the one. Like okay. 1v1, diffusers down, and it was a uh, Oregon top site. They they planted right behind the bunk beds. Right. Which of course good plant because it of course right right there by the big window. He got in, but I didn't I didn't let him get back outside. So I think that's where I got lucky cuz had had he have done that, had he have been able to get the good angle on the diffuser and been outside big window, I think I would have been screwed there. I don't think I would have yeah. been able to get. I don't think I would have been able to get the pick and the diffuser. Now, maybe, anytime maybe, you know maybe. where the attacker is, anytime you know where where the opponent is, you are already at the advantage. If they know where you're at, you're on equal ground. Now you have to push. Like if you swing them, you can be aggressive. Like if it's their bottom fragger, be aggressive. You're most likely going to win if you don't feel confident. Like against their like middle fragger or their top fragger. And sit back on defense, but you also got to you also got to be confident enough in your own gun skill that you're actually going to win that fight. Yeah, are they bottom fragging? Yeah, they're bottom fragging. But are you also bottom fragging? Because if you're also bottom fragging, you should probably play it safe. Now, if you're you have 14 kills and you're against the guy who that's two and six, push him. Yes, that's okay because you're most likely going to win that gunfight. But you also still have to push it with a purpose and push it in intelligently. You can't just swing. You can't know or you can't not know if he's left or right outside that window and push him because there's a 50-50 chance you'll guess wrong. Now, obviously, there's also your tendencies. Like most people are over here. There's a 75% chance now. Well, then you peak that way. If you lose, you lose 25% of the time. If you peak correctly, you win 75% of the time. You always pick the same angle. Because you never flip-flop because you're always going to be wrong. That's why when people like heads or tails? Heads. It was tails. Okay, well, tails this time. It was heads. Well, heads this time. It was tails. Well, if you pick, if you would have picked heads all three times, you would have been right two out of the three. But because you kept changing, you were wrong all three times. If you pick the same angle to fight every time, if it's the most common one, you'll win it more often. You set yourself up for more success by the percentages alone because most people are that side. Most people are left. Most people are right, depending on the area. You know, I like the way you think, Black. I like the Thanks. way you think. And Tipsy, Corn, 
we've kind of taken this completely in, onto a siege take, but uh, do you guys have anything for Black before we possibly think about wrapping up? Corn? Corn is not here. Did, did you disappear well, on me? he's not at his, he's not at his desk. Mm-hmm. He's gone like four or five times, three or four times. Sometimes he comes out from underneath his desk, though. That's... It... Odd? <laughs> Sorry. Black, actually, there is one last thing. How did you go... How did you come to meet Chubbs and Tear? that is what I am most interested in. Okay, I met Tear through Chubbs. Okay, so then we probably met around the same time. Okay. I'm Yeah, I met Tear through Chubbs, and then I met Wheels, and then I met you, and then I met... And then later, Aaron came into the picture. Aaron up next came into the picture. So... And then... How I met Chubbs, I honestly don't remember. I want to say it was in Twinkie server, which is a server I'm no longer part of. But it might have been the Spoogod server, which is the server I'm still part of. But I don't think so. I think I'm the one that invited him to Spoogods. I also invited Wagons, which I don't think you know. You mm -hmm. might know him. I don't, I don't know a bunch of the people in the Spoo. Because um, I, I think the main one that I know in Spoo is Chicken. Which I met through Chubbs and Wheels. Whenever we, I think we played Phasmo, and then I found out that he, they also play Siege. Yeah, that that that's probably how y'all met. Cause Chicken will um because mo like this is my like casual Siege unranked. Like y'all don't like we play ranked, but not as much as we play casual and as much as we play unranked. In the in well not in this server but in tier server. Mm -hmm. So, I don't invite like I never would have invited Ritter into this server because he is a competitive siege player. Wagon same thing, burning same thing, but Chicken is more casual. Chicken likes siege. He plays siege. He plays ranked. He plays casual. He doesn't care. When it's time to play ranked, he plays seriously. If we're not playing serious ranked, he's not playing seriously. He he matches the vibe. He was he was a good choice to bring in here. So I'm the one that originally invited him into or into tier server. I was gonna say I I feel the same way about some of that because that's about how I get whenever. That's why like whenever you guys say something about which gun I'm playing. Like what yesterday when we played that rank game, the only guns I used was L8 on attack and 9x9 and T5 on defense. Because I know that those are the guns I can control the best. Right. And like whenever you're choosing like an operator to main, if that if that's how you play, you wanna only you wanna get really good at one operator and that's the only operator you want to play, that's fine. But does that operator have a purpose? Well, Legion. T5, great gun. Good. So you have a good gun. Goo mines, great gadget. Good operator choice. Now, you play Cali. I don't like Cali. 
Callie's gadget is not as useful as Thatcher's, and then you have the EMP nades, but you also have Maverick, and we have a Maverick player. We don't ever use Callie. We don't. I don't see the purpose in a Callie, and in the ranks I play at, playing Callie gets you killed because everyone just quick peeks a Callie because she has a bolt-action sniper rifle in a CQB game. Now, we're playing casual, and you want to play Callie, go for it. I don't even pick an operator in casual. I pick roll the dice or tell y'all, hey, what gun are we playing? And then I pick that gun. I pick if y'all are playing MPX, well, I play Valkyrie or Warden and you play the other. You want to play P90s? I'll play Doc or Rook or Solus. Vector, what like whatever. Y'all want to play SOCOM? Let's play SOCOM. You want to play Shields? Let's play Shields. In casual, I don't care. I don't make fun of you for playing Cali in casual. I make fun of you play, playing Cali, but that's because you're playing Cali, not because we're playing Cali in casual. I don't like Cali. Hey, I mean, I'll take that. I'll take that heat. It's fine. My, I only get frustrated whenever I start getting told how to play my operator. That's the only thing. The only time I ever get frustrated. Now tell, I tell people that if if I'm gonna pl- if if I'm picking an operator and you're and I'm getting nagged on about which gun I use on that one, which mainly it's when I'm getting nailed on for playing Maverick and I'm playing the DMR. That's the only time I really, really get frustrated. Because I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't like that M4. I prefer this. I get more kills with this. Because the two times that I got yelled at so bad that I was like, okay, I'll play the M4, and I got, I got killed both times in gunfights with it. No, I want my I want my DMR. If you can get, like if you can get kills with Callie, like once I realize like I still don't like that you're playing Callie because she's still a very disadvantage. She's a very disadvantage prone operator. You get put against a rook, a dock, and a cap can against a Callie. Well, Callie's chances aren't very great, especially against two three armors and cap can. With her because of her gun. Now, if you play, if you're good with the secondary pistol and you can go in and mop up a one v three with that with that machine pistol, I'll never say a word about you playing Cali. <laughs> People that play Amaru, if they just rush in and die immediately, like, dude, stop! You're wasting your life. We're playing ranked. We're trying to be serious. But there's also like. Ritter in the Spugod server, when he plays Amaru, he rushes into the window to take position, to take map control, to cut angles, to cut rotates. He knows the way he, he knows plays, where he knows where to um, grapple hook. He knows he knows which window to go to. He's got yeah, that, he's and he's got not just sense. immediately okay. going into sight. He's that's not what he's doing. So like when he plays Amaru, I don't mind. When someone that just yeets themselves into sight and dies in the first 30 seconds, well, it's like, okay, stop playing Amaru. It's like people that play Cav but don't play Cav correctly. Like, why are you playing? Like, you're not hunting them down, but you're playing Cav. Cav is a hunter. Cav is to hunt the players down. You actually, you can't be hiding off in a corner anywhere. You can't do that on, you can't do that in general because... That means that the defenders don't have to – or the attackers don't have to worry about you. It's an automatic 4v5 because you're not in the play because they're not coming that way. Like if they're 
if you're top four, there's no need to be in the basement. Be on the first floor if there's objectives to it, but you don't need, if you are on defense, there is no need for you to be on any floor of below the objective. Above, yes, because vertical play is a thing. Top-down vertical play is very common. But the underneath vertical play is not very common. That's why on maps like Border, when the underneath vertical play is common, you set up your site to defend against it. You don't actually go down there unless you're going to commit to going down there. And then, then like on Border, you play, the plant, you play the plant denial from below. So you're down there to stop the vertical... Uh, play from below but you're also there to play against people from above you're doing exactly what they were trying to do to you and that's okay that makes sense but just to play below to hide and walk around and try to sneak up on someone unless they actually go underneath there's no need to play underneath you're a, you're a non-factor you're not contributing negative you're contributing negatively because you're not doing anything okay it's actually very helpful. But roaming above site is always a good play as long as you're vocalizing and communicating where they're pushing from. Like on bank. Bank is a big map, so that's why I'm using bank. If you're basement and they're pushing top floor down, well, you need to be top floor, and as you get droned, fall back. Fall back a room, two rooms. If the pressure's getting heavy, fall back a floor. Fall back the other side of the map. If you're facing pressure from one guy, only fall back a room or two at a time. If you're getting pushed by two, fall back a couple rooms to or to go to the other side or just try to escape. If they pursue you beyond that, go to site because that's where your defense is. But if they don't pursue you, they leave you alone. Now you come from a different angle, you loop around, and then you try to come at them from behind again if they don't push you, if they don't continuously push you. If they leave you alone after they push you for a little bit, then you loop around, you stay on the same floor, you might go back up a level to come, up, come back down and get them from behind. But you actually got to know where they're pushing. If you're not pushing, if you're not pushing them, pushing the site, you're not roaming correctly. Roamers are to waste time. If you spend a minute and a half and don't get a kill, and you end up dying, you still did your job. One minute or a kill. That's what you want to do. You want to survive for a minute or get a kill. But surviving for a minute without actually affecting them and wasting their time is not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be agitating them. You're supposed to make them to where they can't attack sight because they have to worry about the roamer. That's what roaming is. It's to fuck with them. When Siege first started, everyone just played on site. Pros are the ones that first started roaming. Then roaming became normal. And then the counter roam became a pro thing. And so counter roam became normal. The pro, it, it, all, it all trickles down. The best strategies start at the top and they work their way down. They never go vice versa. They never work their way up. They always work their way down. Now your off angles, your weird glitches, that works its way up. The bad things about tactics 
and meta changes work their way up. The good things, the things that actually are skillful and not just exploitive or glitches or bullcrap that shouldn't be in the game, it all works its way down. Crazy angles work their way down. That's, so that stupid window on Villa. Which one? The one that is like super super far away, but you can see like that out that like big balcony. Oh yeah, I hate that fucking window. I I always I, I always peek at his Cali. Like just anytime that I go anywhere near that area, whenever we're outside, I I I always am watching it. Between right, that and one like, and on Clubhouse, I'm always anytime that um so anytime that we don't spawn in the back by uh, cash. Anytime that we spawn in the in the front, I'm always watching those two windows. I will yeah. I will spend I'll spend like 20 seconds there watching those fucking windows because I've died to those windows way too many times. They scare me. Yep. Actually, if they're shot out and you're in a game with me, it's probably because of me. I've probably shot them out because I probably either saw somebody or I got scared. Okay, so. The way I normally die to a spawn peak, a delayed spawn peak, is because a teammate shot a window, broke the window, broke the board behind the window, (laughs) and now that person pops it, gets a clean part of the window, and sees me, but I can't really see them because of the shattered window, because I can't tell that a barricade's broke because the window's partially shattered, or broken. If you're going to shoot a window... As a pre-fire for a spawn peak, just to get a quick spawn, just quick counter, that's fine. But make sure you at least break the window or completely open the barricade. Now, if it's a place where it's like, this is the only way to get out of spawn, don't ever break the window. If it's open, or if it's common spawn peak, drone it. If no one's there, don't shoot the window. Make sure it's closed. It keeps the glass clean. It makes it to where if someone late punches it out, you'll be able to see them. You'll you'll possibly hear it. Or shoot the window three times. Break the window. That way, if the barricade breaks, you can hear the break. A lot of people, like on consulate, they'll leave the windows intact. On defense or on attack. You should always pop the window three times in three completely different places to not disturb the barricade, but to break the window. So if someone punches the window, you are more likely to hear it because it's now louder because it's not blocked by the glass. That's why peeking with the window still intact on spawn peaks is so common because it's harder to see through that glass that the barricade is missing, especially if the room interior is fairly dark and the room exterior is fairly bright. Now doing that, like, there aren't windows on Favela, but it's a night map. If there were windows, breaking the barricade and not the glass would not give you an advantage because you're a black or a dark-colored head against a lit-up room, you're sticking out like a sore thumb. So breaking the windows there isn't as necessary except for the sound cue. You will still want to break them. And oddly enough, on maps like Skyscraper that have like the Asian like wood windows instead of like the glass, break them too because they also prevent sound from going through the window, and I have no idea why. I guess that's just an oversight in the game engine. That's weird. But that's why I do like like a lot of the new maps don't have windows. Like 
uh, Night Haven is a very futuristic, like commercial, like a headquarters building. It would have windows in it, but it doesn't because the windows are debris that get in the way, and it also gives you that hit that s- small advantage of. As soon as they peek around that corner, I have a chance to take their head off because they can't see me immediately. With without the windows there, it's very obvious that the barricade is broken. Hmm. That's why the newer maps don't have windows. Spark. Odd. Now, what do you think about the? Um... A little like lore that's going on with now Harry being killed or whatever. What? what? Th- uh. Oh, Harry from the siege. Like yeah. the. I. What do you think about all I that? I don't. I don't really follow that kind of lore. Like I know that uh, Callie shot Ash in the ear. I do know that with her sniper rifle. Yeah. That was... I know that Twitch and Cav were lovers. I know that Echo and Dokabi were lovers. I know that Mira is the designer and creator of most of the gadgets on Team Rainbow. I know that stuff, but like all the Harry, like the Wolf Guard, the Snake Guys, the Night Hate, like I don't really care about that. Like as I learn it, I do remember it, but I don't, I'm not actually interested in that kind of stuff. Like I want to play the game. Okay. Like I was going to say, like the, like each season, of course, they always have the new cinematic and whatnot. And like that with that most recent one. Okay. I skip it every time because I don't care. I'm, I'm, I play the game. You're for the game. For the game, not for the story. Do I enjoy the story? Have I ever been like upset by learning the story? No. Do I intentionally seek out the story behind the, or the lore behind the game? No, I don't. Okay. Not anymore. I don't care enough anymore. I used to. That's how I know that Cav is gay with Twitch and, Dokubi and Echo had a thing. Pulse and someone had a thing. There's a there's actually a content creator, uh, Sir Jeppy. He uh, he makes uh, operator lore videos. Um, and some of them were really really good. And the lore for uh, Vigil actually had me in tears. Yeah, he. He was escaping with he... his family. He was escaping uh, Korea uh, with his family. Whichever Korea is super strict. I forget which one it is. North Korea. Uh, he was escaping He's... there with his family, and he literally had to watch all of them die as they were escaping and fleeing to safety. And then whenever he became a, a special force operator, or a special force operative for the 707, he started wearing that ballistic mask, which that ballistic mask is based on a real mask, and it does work. Really? If you uh, get the that, real that part version, that part I didn't yeah. know. Oh, but it only stop like it's only rated for like your handgun calibers. It'll stop a five five six once, if it's a new new mask. At least it ha- it did, or if it's a new spot in the mask. But if you shoot the same spot or near the same spot that you've already shot it with five five six, it's gonna go through. It'll stop maybe one, but there's not a guarantee. But for the for the handgun rounds, it will stop all of them. It won't feel great. So what he does is every time he does get shot in the face, he takes that mask, he hangs it on the wall as a reminder of the time that it saved his life and 
that he could have died or that he would have died had he not been wearing the mask. And then he gets a new mask and starts wearing a new mask. That's new. That's new knowledge. I love that. That's really cool. And I believe he has five of them that he's, that he's been shot. He, so it's either he has five, like he has four that have been shot and he is wearing his fifth one, or he has five that have been shot and he's wearing his sixth one. I don't actually remember. It's been five years since Vigil was released and all that information started kind of coming out and stuff like that. That's really cool. The most recent one that I watched was uh, Warden. And Warden's lore is really, really cool. Um about his glasses and everything and like his yeah. whole little story like he was like a really really big time like secret service agent and whatnot that's where he all that's where he came from yeah, he served two tours in the middle east and then became part of secret service and then mira whenever he started to get the uh, because of his service in the secret or because of his abilities in the secret service he was contacted by mira who designed his glasses, or he contacted Mira, who designed his glasses. He was a badass. He protected someone, like, in unbelievable ways, which actually got Rainbow Six Siege's attention on him, like, wanting him to join, and then he joined. But, like, the same thing with, like, Ying doesn't like Fuse, because Fuse, because of the whole fusing the hostage meme, so she doesn't like Fuse. Now, is that part of actual lore? Yes, it's part of the lore, but is it from a meme? Yes. Just like Lord <laughs> Tachanka, uh, the Lord Tachanka Easter egg in Pottery Room or Marble Room, Statue Room, the room below on uh, study, Villa, on Villa. Yeah, when you break the marble statue in mm-hmm. the corner, it's it's Lord Tachanka. That's that's part of the meme. But then the there's also a zombies reference if you shoot the well in the fountain spawn or not the fountain spawn the ruin spawn if you shoot that well you will hear zombies below inside the well is this on villa as well this is on villa as well yes are you are you planning on playing any tonight with us uh I can yeah. If we will probably be playing some games, if we end up on Villa, I need to see that, by the way. And anytime that uh, we're playing Villa, by the way, and you see a random ping, it's most likely me, uh, my drone, in the room thing at the marble statue, pinging the marble. That's always me. (laughs) That's always me. Because that's where I take my drone. As soon as I know that someone found sight, I go straight to the marble. So I, go there, I go there and break that every time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I go in that room, I punch it, expose to Chanka, and call it, like, leave that room. Or I stay in that room. <laughs> I very rarely stay in that room because it's a very common, like, first attack room. Uh, I've found very... Uh, there's been many, many times that I've gotten in there, and there's been someone there for a uh, spawn peek or something, and then they shoot my drone. I'm just like, well... Yeah. I guess I'm not going to see the chunk of today. Yeah. But there's also another Easter egg on um, Villa that if you look at the town, I believe it's the southwest, but it might be northwest of the map. 
it could honestly be any cardinal direction, but it's the city. In the back, in the foreground, beyond the fountain spawn point, there's a city, and on the very top of the steeple, at the top of at the top steeple of in that town, if you look at it with a magnified scope, there's also um, one of the assassins' creed operators or play, uh, characters. I don't oh. remember which one. I think it's the Ienzo or Inienzo or whatever whatever his name is. Oh, but yeah. Oh, also, I believe there's there might there the hay the hay bale. No, there's a way to make a dolphin di- like the the jumping noise on Villa. I just don't remember how. Huh. There might be like a hay bale that you can like fall to the ground and not take damage that might not be in the game anymore. I don't know. I believe there is a way to make like the like the, the swan dive, the the leap of faith is, is actually what I think it's called in the <laughs> Assassin's Creed series. But that's, there's that. Well, that's super cool. Um, on Skyscraper, I don't know about after the rework, but before the rework, there used to be every single um, Rainbow Six Siege game in the game in the office room. So there was Rainbow Six Vegas. Um, that's honestly the only one I can remember is Vegas. I didn't. I've never played anything before Rainbow Six Siege. Me either, actually. But I did want to play Extraction. I still kind of want to play Extraction. I my opinion on Extraction was was the Outbreak game mode fun? Yes. Would I play it again? No. Did I play through it the first time? Yes. It was it was new content. But I didn't like the repeatability. And plus, I'm not really into the co-op kind of games like that. Okay. So. But I do get, like... I was honestly surprised it wasn't as successful as I thought it was going to be. Because I'm pretty sure that I think they've already, like, stopped updating it. They might not have. But I know that that was like, the numbers were suffering for extraction. <laughs> That's actually why they it, they've advertised extraction on Rainbow Six Siege so often is because extraction struggles. I was gonna say it was a PS Plus game recently, so I think I'm gonna stop by again onto the PlayStation Store and see if I can still get it for free. Cause I still want to play through it. That's my thing. I I want to play through it. Check it out, because some of the operators are on are in it, right? You you get some of the normal siege operators to play. Through yes, that. and I would play it like if I ever got it for like ten bucks or like five bucks or like something that like I'm not gonna miss. Like I would I would feel like ten bucks is the most I would ever spend on the game, to, because I know that I'm at minimum or at max gonna play it through once and then never touch it again. Ten dollars for a few hours. Is worth it to me. Hmm. At sixty dollar price range, or sixty dollars, or forty dollars, whatever it released at, was way too much. I had no desire, no care, because I didn't want to play the game that much. I think King George only streamed it like once. Yeah, and the problem with like co-op games like that is there's not a really there's not really any replayability like. Left 4 Dead, I played once. I played it all the way through, and then I never wanted to play it again. 
Did I have fun playing it? Absolutely. Had a blast. See Would it. I play it again for the nostalgia? No. It's not really that nostalgic for me. Do I get all the memes about it? Yes. Do I want to play it again? No. That's the only time right now that I'm going to disagree with you. Because, like, Left 4 Dead 2 I've probably played through so many times. Well, if you like... I mean, if you like that arcade kind of shooter stuff, like, Call of Duty Zombies I'll play a thousand times over. But, like, kill, like the Killing Floor, like this... Killing Floor 2? Like, Killing Floor 2? Like, I've played. I enjoyed completely. I'm not going to buy it on play... I'm not going to buy it on PC because... I don't didn't like the game that much, and I didn't even pay for it on PlayStation. I got it for free. I was gonna say it was gifted to me here on PC, so that's actually the reason why I have it. So, like stuff like that, I don't really enjoy. Like I want to play competitive arcade shooters or com- competitive first-person shooters, arcade first-person shooters against other players. Or, like, RPG role-playing game, like, RPG games that are, like, Skyrim is really the only one I actually like. You didn't like GTA. Oblivion? You didn't like Oblivion? I tried to play Oblivion, but, like, if I would have played Oblivion when it first came out, I would have loved it. See, that's my thing. Because I, the I graphics, like, like, that was, like, the graphics would have been, like, that was the best graphics. Like, I can't go back and play old games because the graphics, like, the graphics are just bad. Like, I, I can't, like, I can play Minecraft because Minecraft is Minecraft. Minecraft is a sandbox open world. Like, if it was a story mode or any kind of like that, I couldn't play it. And while more, like, uh... While Oblivion was an open world like Skyrim, it's just it's graphics, it was clunky, I just didn't like it. Like if I would have played it when it was brand new, I would have loved it. Just like I love Skyrim. But playing it after playing Skyrim, I didn't like it. If I could play it remat like it uh there's actually a team working on remaking all four of the previous uh Skyrim or Elder Scrolls games as a mod for Skyrim. And I would play that. I would play it like that. But I've also tried to play Enderal, which is basically like make Skyrim an entirely new game. Like it's that big of a mod. I didn't like that mod. I didn't like that mod. I didn't like the no fast travel. I didn't like the slow leveling up. I didn't like, I didn't like that kind of stuff. It was just too much walking. I spent all my time walking. I didn't like it. I think that's my issue with Daisy. I feel like I'm holding Shift W all the time. Yeah, that's why. Like, if you play in a cert, like if you're gonna play in a high, like high action server, like they have safe zones, they have like mods, like kill feeds, stuff like that. Like, if it's meant as a server that like you can get like a lot of money real quickly, quickly, you can play like you spend like four grand each time you die to re-kit yourself and you go out and go killing again like i'm okay with that that's cool that's fun but to go like into like a like they don't have traders or they don't have money like to go spend four hours collecting a decent amount of gear to go into a to go get into a gunfight to just die and actually probably never getting to like 
you'll get like mid gear, like you'll get like a hunting rifle or like maybe like a crappy AR, and then you'll die. Like I don't want to do that. I I don't know. I just haven't had the desire to boot that game back up. But I know that it makes tear happy, so like I'll probably play some more another time. But I don't know when. But I'll tell you, I'll probably play it a couple more times. Okay, have you? What servers have you? Have you played on the Fair Play One server? Oh, the time. The oh shit! Hi, tier. Like the PVE. Yeah, it was the. <laughs> it, it was the Fair Play one. Okay, with that. Just get. You gotta get. Uh, just get better black. <laughs> it's not better. Like I get kills. It's just bored. Like I don't want to spend all that time. Like. I get to play, like, at max, three hours, five hours, like, three to five hours. Like, but in that game, when, like, you're not in a low population with, like, cars or stuff like that, like, you, you, like, it's too, there's too many players to play that kind of, you know, like, you're always on the run. Like, that's not fun to me. Like, I don't want to spend four out of the five hours running, sitting in a corner waiting. Like, it it is a running simulation. That's what I don't like about it. So, I think I'm gonna give it some more time. Honestly, I think I'm gonna give it a little bit more time, and because I will say that the last run that we did when we were doing that 24 hour charity stream and the last little bit we did the Daisy stuff, we did that like last like it was like fighting the black smoke or something like some like fog the horde. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that shit was chasing us down. It was so cool. Like, them two died, and I, by me running away and waiting until they got back to me, I somehow survived. We survived the thing. It was cool. I, right, and that, like, that's what I like about, like, that's why I play, like, the low population, and I specifically play that one because of the black, the, the dark horde. Because during the daytime, like, he's tough because you'll hit him, and then he'll hit you, like, He'll hit you, like, bl almost blow for blow. Oh, you got knocked out? I thought you died. My bad. Yeah. It, I don't think he can kill you until he's already knocked you out. Like, you'll die from blood loss to the Horde. You won't die from, like, him just knocking you and killing you. Oh, okay. You Yeah, you can only die to zombies by bleeding out or getting infected. Um, so, with, like, with the Horde... That's, um, like, it's PvE, it's challenging, it's not very easy, and during the daytime, I would actually say it's harder, because, like, he just attacks you. Like, you actually have to attack back up, attack back up. Uh, at the nighttime, he's, uh, if you hit him, he disappears, he teleports, like, 20 meters away, and then he runs at you again. But also, the zombies that chase you are there's invisible zombies that are really hard to see with thermals on, with thermals on mm -hmm. or night vision on there's um like ghillie suit zombies that are hard to see because they're really dark but they're not invisible there's invisible zombies there's really fast zombies there's ones that just kind of roid rage and also the one whenever the horde the horde master at night hits a lot harder so if you hit, like, it is a 100% chance that if he hits you, you'll bleed. Hmm. 
but also at the same time, if he's if he keeps getting on you too quickly, if you shoot him, he falls back. So you can use that to keep him away. So you can keep like it's e so it's a lot easier with a gun or with someone on a gun and then someone with an axe or a melee weapon because he can he's bulletproof. Okay. Well, during the daytime, if you shoot him, he kind of like stutter steps. During the nighttime is actually, I think, if you shoot him at night, he also stutter steps. But whenever you hit him, he teleports away. You don't actually continuously get trapped in the smoke like during the daytime. And if you're using thermals, you can see through the smoke. Or you're using night vision, you can see fairly well through the smoke anyways, for whatever reason. Nice. So, but like, looks like Tyr is waiting for us to hop on Siege. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's here. I guess we'll go ahead and wrap on up. Uh, Black, is there anything actually that you wanted to ask us or anything of that state? Uh, not particularly, no. Okay. Uh, Black, one other thing. Since you have been invited here, there is a podcast coming up on June the 30th. Um, we will be doing a charity stream, and anybody that has been a guest is um, invited to come back, and everybody's going to be spinning the, the table and interviewing me. And I will be dressed up as a maid with cat ears and everything because of the um, sub-goal that we hit during the 24-hour stream. That's hot. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll get pictures for everybody, don't worry. It'll be great. Um... Should I start the whole process of booting Daisy? Well, it looks like you fucked up, friend. Because we are just about done. Um, one last thing is uh, our weekly turtleism. Uh, our weekly turtleism for this week will be the fear of death is far greater than the death itself, but the fear of the unknown is the greatest fear of all. The Undertaker. All right, we have here is our link tree where you can go catch all the podcast episodes up until last week's episode is there, uh, along with uh, Tipsy Switch, Corn's Twitch, and Black Stein. Send help. Send help. You good? You good, friend? Okay. Uh, we our merch site is there. He lived a good life. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's still just a mid-clash. <laughs> Big jerky was a little dry. <laughs> it caught me off guard. Um, I kind of inhaled it while I was trying to, you know, inhale air, not beef jerky down my throat. <laughs> All right, uh, Tipsy, who is our guest next week? Let's see. Hmm. That is... Next week, we have a Grunkle and a Hawkeye. Grunkle and Hawkeye next week? Ooh, that'll be fun. Super excited about that. All right, Black, you do not make any content or anything, so I do not have any links to promote for you, do I? No. Okay. All right, then we are going I forgot to I was I forgot I was muted cuz I was dying earlier. Oh, you're good. It's all right. We'll go ahead and promote Jedi. 
because Jedi is a wonderful, beautiful soul. All right, uh, Tipsy, who do we got to raid? Ah, oh, shit, let me look. Because right now, the only people I see are the people that I follow because I watch them personally. And I don't think that, uh, I don't think I feel like, uh, raiding into Dead Squirrel. Do we got anybody? Listen, calm down. I don't want to calm down, Mom. Never oh. call me mother. Oh, we got true beast mode. We're gonna we're gonna raid in the beast mode. I have my view open, so I can't see. You're fine. We got we got beast mode. Is there X's before beast mode? I forget. Uh, no, it, but it's true without an E, and it's thirty-one. Perfect. All right, we're gonna go ahead and uh, raid on into true beast mode. It looks like he's streaming some new world. I don't know anything about that, but does anybody here know? What new world is? Nope. Alright, we're going into something brand new then. Alright, everybody. We'll see you next week with Hawkeye and Grunkle. Oh, hold on. What? Hold on. He's not streaming. Did he just end? Yeah. That, that, that's, that's, some, that's some unfortunate business. Uh. Uh, we have, uh... That's my time. That's my kind of timing. Who do we got? Brett. We got Brett? Brett's streaming? Yeah. He's streaming Demonologist. I don't know what the hell that is, but it sounds fun. And I just saw Kickstar stream uh, his name on my stream. All right. Over. All right, everybody. Y'all have a great night. We're going to go see Brett. Let's tell him I sent you. We will see you next week.